Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs> All right, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Community Preservation Committee meeting for Monday, November 7th. I can't believe it's November. Um, I have 7.03 on my clock. Um, we have a packed house. We have a packed agenda. Um, so let's go ahead and, and dive right in. Uh, first and foremost, I want to um, extend a warm welcome to Allison Neff, um, our new administrator. We are also pleased to have you on board, so welcome. And um, I don't have any other remarks, John. Did you have no, anything to share? No, okay, no. so let's, uh, in the interest of time, let's, let's dive right in. Um, item one on the agenda, public comments. Do we have any public comments? Hearing none. All right, let's uh, move forward. Item two, minutes of October 4th um, meeting. I trust everybody received a copy of that. Any comments, uh, discussion, edits, changes on that? Hearing none, I'll entertain a motion to approve minutes as distributed. So moved. Second. Second. Moved and second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. I think I have to abstain. I wasn't here. Okay. One, one abstain. No, that's just flashing his message. All right, so the motion passes. Um, all right, moving right along. Item three, update on new administrator position. Um, so, Allison, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, see if I can, in case anyone wants this up on the screen. Uh, so there's a lot to learn. <laughs> the the administrative side is uh, is coming along. Still have definitely a lot of uh, knowledge to absorb in terms of uh, financial tracking and pretty much just all the all the people I need to know. Um, but I just kind of did a basic list of the the tasks from the onboarding uh, timeline I was given, kind of what's been completed and what is next on my priority list. Um, so I've gotten through all the IT training. It threw off the, the original schedule that um, John L. had provided just because there ended up being a lot more hours of IT training than expected. Um, I've been doing some research, still have more to do, but I've you know, been looking at recordings of past meetings and going through the minutes and whatnot just to kind of get a grasp on what's going on. Uh, looking into the coalition website info, going through past files and projects. I have been trained in Munis. I'm not going to say that I understand exactly how it all works yet, but I know how to use the search function and find details and do basic tasks. <laughs> That's good. Um, had a couple meetings. I've started the bi-weekly meetings with uh, the, the chairman. Um, I met with uh, Stacy and Lisa, and uh, I met with um, Kathy and Allison in town accounting. Um, and I've had several uh, long meetings with Kristen, who's been, been fantastic about really helping me and, and kind of giving me the, the info I need to know. <laughs> um, and the big project the last couple weeks was reaching out and getting project updates on all open projects, which all except one, I was able to get responses from people. So um, we at least have an update on, on almost everything. <laughs> and, uh, and then preparing for the meeting. Uh, so, uh, I still haven't had a chance to meet with George about the history. Um, I definitely need to meet with Stacy and Lisa again. Those meetings were super productive, but there's only so much information my brain can accept at any one time, so there's a lot more to go over. Uh, and I do want to meet with uh, John L. I know that was about the survey results. Um, continuing my research, I have a lot more to go through on the Coalition site and looking into the past meetings and files, kind of what I was already doing, but I've only gone a little way into it. 
and updating the pre-application forms are my next priorities that I'm aware of, but obviously I'm looking for input also. <laughs> Great, it's, it's a lot to absorb. For the pending project that you didn't get feedback on, is that something, do you want to name which project it is so that maybe we could help? Or um, I, uh, I just wasn't able to reach um, Andrea Capone with uh, the library about oh. the, uh, and that's a current project, okay. um, about the, the reading garden design. Exactly. Um, okay. So, and I emailed her about a couple of things, I think she's just really busy right now, so I'm going to keep trying to pin her down in the coming weeks. Okay, great, thank you. Allison, you've been able to speak with Sean and John, and I think it's every two weeks or so, so you're able to get the support there. Absolutely, yes, okay. correct. Great. Because I think um, I speak for everyone when I say, we're all here to support you. I only say that because I was on the agenda, but you and I haven't spoken, which is I, based on your report. I understand why. So if there's anything that you need, just you should feel free to reach out, right? I, I think we're. I think I'm stating the obvious for everybody. Yeah, I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks great. Yeah, and it's it's just as you know a lot of information. Like we met for four, three and a half, four hours. Yeah. And I don't know if we and it was sort of a rush to get it in because she was meeting with the, uh, the town accounting department. So it was like, here's like, let me get you as much as you could. You might need to know to walk into that and have some semblance of what's going on without trying to overwhelm. And so it's just. I think it's going to be a constant education as we go. Definitely. Absolutely. And, and how are we tracking relative to the, I know the onboarding plan was mapped to some rough dates. Well, yeah, I was going to just leave it at the comments that I had so far. In, in my business, what I would typically do is set up a Google Doc and have everybody share that doc and you could kind of check off things so we could get more frequent reports. but. My concern there is that it might be a little bit of micromanagement. So I, I assumed you guys were kind of tracking against the onboarding, but if if that's helpful to you, given that this is the first time reporting out to us, we could do something like that. I'd be more than happy to set that up. It's just I, a few yeah. minutes. Yeah, I don't think there's a way we're communicating as a group how onboarding is going, but other than coming here and reporting. So right, right. I was no, no, my, intent, my intent was not to impose any additional burden or micromanagement. My, I guess my, my intent was to um, see if there were any areas where Allison simply hasn't had a chance to really, you know, so, so we had a list of items that were, you know, deemed fairly important to, you know, to start up. Are there any that, you know, we haven't gotten around to that we might need to spend more time on? I think uh, certainly from, from the first couple weeks, I mean, I've been using that list as kind of my priority guideline. Mm -hmm. um, and I think other than meeting with uh, George and John L, um, I've nothing else, you know, I've pretty much kept, gotten through the first few weeks of the, of the timeline given. Um, so, you know, because I, I think it also mentioned meeting with any other committee members who wanted to. I assume if any other committee members wanted to, they'll reach out to me. I haven't heard from anyone else, but um, <laughs> I'm definitely open to scheduling meetings um, if anyone wants to talk about anything. But I, I have definitely, even if I haven't been able to peep to, you know, week one, I did week one stuff. Week two, I did week two stuff. In these first three and a half weeks, I have done a pretty good approximation of what the first three weeks or so of the onboarding plan said, so even if it wasn't in that order. <laughs> I'll say what I'll say, because I think you listened to the last meeting, 
there is a buffer in here to play catch up, right? It, that was thought through in the onboarding. <coughs> I would say, at least according to how I thought about this, it sounds like you're right on schedule. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, good. Good. Well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. And it sounds like, you know, the committee and, and you, will, you know, are quickly finding our stride. So that's, that's what yes. I'd like to hear. Agreed. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> good. Great. Uh, well, thanks for that report. Um, any anything else to add? No? Okay. Um, so the next item is uh, at the, our last meeting. We took a look at the rules and procedures um, to identify if there's any changes you know, that that might be warranted. And I um, I believe um, John, did you want to combine? No, I wanted to do five first. You want to do five yeah. first? Yeah, John. Discussion. Okay. Oh, okay. Rules and procedures. Yeah. Uh, Specifically regarding the administrator position, as written, um, I guess there were some potential changes. I read all the bold. I think I started the conversation around a plan B to operate in the absence of an administrator, mm -hmm. given everything that was a consequence of not having an administrator. And I might just move it to a motion to vote on whether we should institute in the rules of procedure a scenario where there isn't an administrator that assigns responsibility to certain uh, elect, you know, chosen leaders of this group, as opposed to being silent on the issue. Um, I don't know if that's something that would be seconded or needed to be done tonight. So I have now read all of the red lines, bold, you know, in this case, mm -hmm. and it, it all makes sense, but it left me again with the thought that, you know, um, and Allison, it's great to have you, so please don't take any of this personally, but if anything should happen with Allison or anybody in the future, does this, has this committee learned nothing of what we just went through to address it in the rules of procedures? I think it would be a worthwhile thing to do. That being said, if the committee agrees, somebody can second the motion. If you don't agree, they can stay silent, but I don't have any objection to any of the bold other than it is silent on any kind of contingency plan without an administrator, and I think that's a, a, a major gap if we allow that to happen, but those are just my thoughts. Well, can I speak? Please. I, I actually think those are good thoughts, and I think the best way to handle that would be some phrase, which we can draft, that says, in the absence of an administrator, the uh, the chair, vice chair, and treasurer may delegate those authorities of the administrator to other members, other sitting members. The problem with going any further is, you know, five years from now, we don't know the strengths of the individuals that are going to be on this board, so it's going to have to be up to the leadership team to identify those individuals that could take on all right, you're going to send out pre-ops, you're going to do communication, whatever those tasks are that might be in the gap. That's the way I would solve it, but yeah, I'd be open to any other solutions yeah, I might to throw, that. I'm sorry, were you going to say something? I was going to say, I think my thinking is to take a step even further back, learning from this past scenario. Why were we in the position not to have an administrator? I think that's the first thing we need to tackle as the root of the problem before it gets to it. Because as much as I, and I very much like your wording, may, um, I forget what you said, after, yeah. may delegate, thank you, after that. But who knows, given whatever is what's being worked on, if everyone that's on the board at that time can actually take those pieces. I think it's 
it was an unfortunate position that we were in to even be in that position and I think it was I'm tr trying to choose my words here the step before of the position not being approved correctly from the select board I think was the root of the problem but I, I agree with that but I don't know if that helps us go forward and, I, and John I like the I like the authority and I think maybe we put it in 6.4 because I think 6.4 needs a little bit of tweaking to at least name the role administrator um, I think the language in there helps. I think, John, you're sort of looking to go, not just have the language. Yeah. Is does it have any teeth? I, I would right? go. I would go a step further. Because it's if if is how do we get it to have any teeth? Because the 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 chair can ask us to do whatever we wish, just like George asked me to comment on something, and I just couldn't get to it. Right. I, I like life just kind of got in the way, and so is there any way? I'm not saying we. Do we want teeth? Don't we want teeth? They're like, how do we get, other than people actually committing to do it, how do we get there? Let me make a proposal. I think there's a lot that we learned that I'm hopeful will be incorporated in the rules of procedures. Um, putting aside the fact that the select board didn't vote on what Kristen wanted, and rather than going backwards and going forwards, I think there's stuff that we learned. We learned that we probably could have brought in a temp. I don't think that was evaluated or discussed. No, or it, was, no. it, was, it wasn't valid. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, well, we had a conversation, George and I, with Randy Scollins that I think suggested otherwise. Yeah, way after the fact, at the time prior. Um, so it turns out that um, Randy suggested that maybe we could have hired a temp. The question is, what professional skills did we were we actually lacking other than the ability to mail out the letters, although that was an important skill to have. We could have sort of dictated those to someone. Um, but nevertheless, you know, I mean, I, I honestly think that the leadership group, the chair, vice chair, treasurer, clerk, whatever you want to call that group, that's how we sort of move forward with saying, hey, not only are these chairs, you need to sort of help us make these things happen. I, I don't know what else we would do in the absence of that. How would we codify mm -hmm. among the nine of us the different elements when we don't know what skill sets are going to come aboard? After the select board meeting where we were at, where this was being discussed, yep. you and I had a conversation with Randy Scollins where yep. I learned that a uh, 1099 uh, temp uh, hire was mm -hmm. entirely possible. Correct. And the only challenge with the contemplation of Kristen coming into it is she had previously been an employee or was an employee elsewhere, so it was complicated. It was complicated to put Kristen into a 1099 temporal. It was not difficult to go out and hire somebody to do these tasks. I'm not saying that's the most practical way to do right. it, but what I am saying is I think that this committee, given what we just went through, owes it to some discussion to consider whether something other than just the committee members having to do this work. Is it a practical proposal that somebody else could do some of the work in the absence of an administrator in order to avoid? Yeah, you know. Well, that's what six point four does. That we can employ staff. Maybe you want to. We can flesh it out and say, including temporary. But we have that, and Randy suggested that that was a possibility. The question would be: You've just seen several weeks of onboarding on the global scale relative to the position. 
I think a temp might be able to fill some holes to, to, to bridge a gap of, let's say we knew we were hiring someone and we need to get through three weeks and we're in a critical period of time and we need somebody to collate, copy, send, you know, those basic clerical things. I think that you're right. I think we could hire that because of 6.4 and what Randy had said, but we could clear that up. I know what you're saying. You're saying, what did we learn? And how do we avoid this again? Respectfully, 6.4 was in there five months ago, six months ago, but we didn't do anything. I don't know things. what what the conversations were at the time. Honestly, I, I don't know what the conversation we had. Maybe we can use 6.4 to build it out and say, in the absence of hired staff, um, the you know the chair and whatever we're calling it, executive co I, committee, shall that. take steps to ensure that the tasks undertaken by staff are are done as reasonable and necessary. Something like that. I think that's language we can put in. I think my only concern comes to that is where is the teeth in it later on? I think putting, I'm all for putting the language in there. Yeah. I just... It, it, I'll it, tell you what the teeth it, are. The teeth are when uh, John Q. Public comes and says, oh, by the way, you guys are supposed to do these things. Okay, then, that's then, why we're then, 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 then I, so I have no the problem putting the language in there and holding us as kind of executive accountable. accountable to delegate the tasks to get done or hire such staff to, uh, you know, make it, you know, reason all things that are reasonable and necessary, right? Um, you know, we can't, we're clearly not going to have a temp who can use munits. That's not going to happen. Correct. We can facilitate other things that need to get done. So I have no problem putting that language in it. And I think we could probably blow out 6.4 and give it a little bit more meat that not only can we hire staff, that we anticipate that we have staff, and in the absence of staff for whatever reason, we should take steps that are, you know, whatever language you want to use. Necessary and expedient. And to, to ensure the, the obligations right. of the committee. Oh. Are we absolutely Are, are you looking sure? for something, like what, would you like something beyond that, John? Are you? No, let me start by saying sure. that the whole concept in business of a temp is that they don't learn the history and they don't learn and reach out to each project and they don't do everything involved with a job that right. they yeah. Allison do. Yeah. They do work that somebody that's trained at a minimal level can perform minimal tasks in the event that the people who fill our chairs, which are all volunteer, can't do, which, which you totally get, right? And what this would do is take and codify some of what we learned here so that the future board doesn't have to address it for the first time if and when it happens in the future, to your point. And so what did we learn? We learned that there's, we can draft an onboarding, that we could do some basic training, that different committee members hold different levels of knowledge. There could be some kind of plan B in there, because without that, if this is silent on it, I think we just haven't learned from what we just went through. And I don't have the exact language. I'm kind of, I don't want to send a group email anymore because it's <laughs> yeah. you know, not you know open discussion. So we're openly discussing it. Yeah. I don't have any conclusive thoughts, but the way I feel is we owe it to the town to come up with a plan B to avoid. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we haven't learned anything. So can I ask a question? We, I guess right? this would be more maybe for you. So why don't we say we lose someone on a Monday? How long could we hire a temp the next day, or do we have to take steps? Do we have to go through a process at town hall? Does the select board have to approve a temp? Or can we just say, oh, we're going to pay someone X amount of dollars an hour for so many hours a week? Are we constrained? There's a process, and yes, we are constrained. Yeah. I just wonder whether there is 
um, another way of looking at this, in addition to feeling the freedom um, to hire, attempt to do administrative work, um, there are many other towns that are CPA towns where the paid administrative staff resides in a very deliberate way in the planning department or in the finance department. And we don't have a town planner right now. We have a temporary sort of acting town planner, but we're actively looking for a town planner. I wonder whether there's not an opportunity for a discussion to have um, whomever comes to our planning department um, uh, you know, have some sort of CPA um, uh, involvement, expertise, background. Similar in the way Kristen would often help out on ConCom. And, and she did. Were, and she did. When uh, they were short staffed, she could pick yeah. up extra hours over there. But I, I agree, John, I agree with what you're saying. Sorry, Lisa, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, no, because there's a, there's a dimension of what we were missing, which was purely administrative, which clearly subject to the constraints of the town's town, yeah. hiring bureaucracy, which is honestly just different from the private sector. You know, like it or not, it's just you know different. It takes a longer time, um, requires all these approvals. But the substance of the real work of the job, it's really hard to think about hiring attempt to do that. And maybe if there was somebody else in town who had some CPA expertise, that we could look to giving us some paid administrative support when, if, if and when we don't ever want to lose our staff again. Right. right. So I think the, you know, creative thoughts are great, right? So mm. that, that sounds intriguing. But I just have a question, right? Because I'm still, I, I, what I'm saying is there, there could be an addendum to the rules of procedures that Randy Scollins just writes up saying, here's what you can and can't yeah. do. Because what I heard was that it's not complicated, it's really easy. Mm. We have the budget. And 1099 doesn't require much of a process. It actually is very simple because we have the budget. So I don't think it has to be very complicated. If we were able to find a, a, a higher solution, you know, better longer term solution, I think what we're going to hear from people that work for other departments is this is more work, and maybe there's more compensation for that work. It sounds complicated. Um, this is really simple, and I think if we just take what we learned and put it in the back and say, here's some basics on training. Okay, and here's the basics about, you know, what somebody needs to know to perform these functions. And by the way, here's the budgetary rules. Then that empowers future committees to take some short-term action because hiring somebody clearly is a mm -hmm. complicated process. Mm -hmm. But getting somebody to do temporary help, I don't, there's nothing that I heard that suggested that it is. You're probably right. I, I also think that um, we... Your, the work you did relative to the onboarding process, that should be obviously in the files as sort of a um, roadmap for the day that we need to do that again. I thought that was really an excellent tool to have and it shouldn't change very much given good. the nature. Thank so you. that's the first thing I would say. Second thing, relative to sort of institutional memory, I'm pretty sure we're all gonna be carrying this memory of this experience for quite some time and really you know, pushing forward. And it depends when the gap occurs, by yes, the way. Yeah, a gap could occur at you know one of those three or four months where it's, it's the lull and it's like, oh, all right, well, the chair could do X, Y, and Z, and you don't need to hire a town. This happened to be a perfect storm where this sort of fell. Well, but what also was the, the survey, too. 
right? Right. Because yeah. if we didn't have the survey results that we really do need to incorporate into our preservation plan, it may not have been the end of the, the big deal. But without having anyone to rewrite that preservation plan, yeah, we had nothing to judge. If against. this had happened in February or March after warrants had already been submitted, and all we really needed to prepare were the handouts or the slides for the town meeting or the prep for the town meeting that they do, we would have been in a very different situation. So let me, let me say this, George. There's seven bullets that underline the assumptions behind which this onboarding plan was specifically written for Alice. Was it specific to her or specific to the position? It's specific to prioritizing items relative to, to where, where we, we are were. Yep. in the cycle. Right. It's specific to um, experience of the committee members today. Yep. Yep. It's specific to the fact that we mm -hmm. weren't taking applications right. as instructed, so those were not prioritized. Yep. What I'm suggesting is that this can be rethought, mm -hmm. not in this format, but in a format that says, hey, here are the things that are purely of a high administrative nature that you yeah. just need to know where to go to find them mm -hmm. type of thing. And, mm -hmm. and that probably includes some communication with IT, I think. Sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah. there's some process there. Mm -hmm. And then these are the things that are happening. And then we probably won't get to the history of CPA and all these other complicated things because need to, for a temp necessarily, the right. temp is just making the wheels keep turning. It's, Correct. They're not driving the car. They're just sort of helping you know put some fuel in the tank. But the other piece of this is, with respect to IT, there was a period of time that we didn't have access to IT ourselves. Yeah. You know, and so, six eight weeks. Right. That, that we didn't get those those records, and it's no fault. It's just you know if you if you really want to uh, autopsy what we went through, there were a lot of you know critical path issues that interrupted this. Autopsy is a good word. Why do you do an autopsy? So you can find out what caused the death, right? right? Yeah. So why don't we autopsy what happened and speak to IT and put it in this document so it doesn't happen again? Right. I, I agree. I agree. Now it's just I. I think putting that there, whether it becomes an addendum to this or not, that, that's a committee vote. But having that information, John, somewhere, yeah. and, and is a source that we need and should mm -hmm. have. You know, for for anything like. I agree. And so, like, I think it's now. How do we get that down, and and get that so we can review and, and amend that? Well, John's starting point is really good. Let's reorder that, John. I'm happy you, to yeah. volunteer my time if somebody yeah. wants to help. To if the committee agrees to put it as an addendum, when we onboard a new employee, it says, okay, here's where you are. You're in Canton. Here's where the bathroom is. Here's where the kitchen is. Here's how the keys work. Okay, you have a set of keys. Here's the security clearances. Here's how our systems work. Right. It's really basic stuff that anybody needs to know, but if some, if it's not written down someplace, it's just all tribal, and yep. you're like, okay, who knows what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm idea. trying to avoid that yes. in the future. Uh, yeah, I had did that at a company I worked for. I, I had I had to hire and train people. I had a whole manual, mm -hmm. so literally, I could hand them a manual and not tell them anything. It was right. in there, anything they needed. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. It's, it doesn't hurt to have that information yeah. down somewhere because. If any one of us have to hand it over to somebody else, yep. mm -hmm. you know. I think that, as an addendum to what you put in here, makes a lot of sense because what you put in here has a lot of reliance on the administrator. If the administrator is not here, it's almost as if no, it's nobody's job, right? 
Well, I think in tandem then, perhaps considering making sure the chair and the vice chair, et cetera, have the powers to delegate some of right. the yeah. ongoing, because otherwise the addendum doesn't do anything. You have to, if everybody's in charge, no one's in charge, so you've got to be specific yeah. about, right. about yeah. that, so we can uh, make some adjustments. Is that something we just agreed to? Do we take a motion on? What do we have well, to do? Well, will you redraft that? Um, and be then, happy to, to yeah. what end? Uh, it's going to be added as well as you suggested. I, well, I don't know how we should do it from a governance perspective. Can we think about that a little bit more on the governance side? Because I think that we will have to go back and I'm going to have to propose some changes again to the powers and duties section. I also brought tonight a 2.7 administrative section to consider. Again, thanks to Allison. Um, so whenever you're ready, it can go, if it dovetails into this discussion. Uh, sure, remember yeah. last time you just had warm up some of the Latin yeah. stuff, now mm -hmm. I've got some actual meat for that. Before yeah, so you jump into that, mm -hmm. do you mind if I ask one question? I'm just going back to the temp situation because I had understood it, in, possibly incorrect, but separately from that, that it was, um, a, even for a temp, a long process and um, also possibly a legal issue of them being privy to, to private information, basically, without being an actual It was a whole discussion with Randy. Okay. It was very quick. I, I don't disagree with, with, with John's take, but sometimes yeah. the devil's in the details in these hallway conversations, mm -hmm. and he says, oh, yeah, no, sure, you can do that. How you do that, how you effectuate right. it, and I think you could be right. It could be as easy as a phone call, and tomorrow you get a temp. I don't believe that's the case. <laughs> But it's possible. So I just want to make sure it's worked into there. Ask Randy. It's right. to ask Randy and yeah. document yeah, yeah. it. I just want to make sure it's in there, right. but it's so that we don't, because I thought we had asked that clear question so that we could put it in back there. in May. Right. And we were told no, that wasn't possible. Right. And then ask again in or have a discussion in September, October, November, and it was then now it is possible. And so having it written down somewhere where we're like, well, as of this date, you told us what's right. changed. Exactly. Then at least we Just have it. less problem. Exactly. I agree having it written down. Yeah, it's kind of easy after the fact exactly. to say, oh, yeah, you could have yeah, done that. There's a section in the addendum, which is yeah. W2 versus 1099. Yep. What's available? What isn't? Yep. What are the rules? Right. What aren't they? And it's all written down. So right. we're not all scrambling to, right. to find stuff. Absolutely. And the town may already have it in their rules of procedure. I don't know. It yeah. literally, what would you classify that discussion as just a hallway discussion? And Randy saying, yeah, you can. It was do literally that. in the hallway. Yeah. But what, what <laughs> struck me was how quickly he said, you can do yeah, it. But, yeah, but budget. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's funny because for the we last asked, three or four months, we've been scratching our heads on how to get some help, and we're not taking applications. And it occurred to me it could have been avoided, mm -hmm. perhaps not. But in the future, moving forward, I think we have a better chance of avoiding this outcome if we just put a little more time and not just stamp the details without addressing what we just learned. That's my point. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, my, my only concern is that we're, we may be talking past ourselves in the sense that there are some activities that clearly are purely administrative and we can hire a temp whether it's tomorrow or next week or in three weeks that can you know type letters and put stamps on them and get them out in the mail or distribute things. The idea that um, we could hire a temp to accept and vet applications and make substantive recommendations to all of us and do the follow-up with all of the potential sponsors, I think that's misplaced. And so I would not want us to somehow have this false sense of confidence that, again, depending upon what time it is that we might suffer this unexpected loss, that 
um, we could just um, trigger 6.4 or 5 or 7 right. and somehow everything is going to fall into place. I, I, I Respectfully, yeah. I don't think anybody said any of that. Okay. So All right. If, then I, then I don't know if we're going to say... No, 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 I agree. Let's, let's assume no that... Temp can jump into let's assume that accepting and evaluating applications on scale of 1 to 5, with 5 being the hardest task, is a 5. Hmm. Okay, we just identify the task, label them as things that would never be expected of a temporary employee, but tasks one, two, three, and four, probably they could do. And that would probably be really helpful to people that are volunteer members of this board not having to do them. So your point's well taken, but I, I don't think that's what we were saying, that the temp's gonna all of a sudden do all these things. Uh, uh, then, uh, then I, it's I just stand corrected. Somebody, we have to start someplace. I agree with you, though, too, Lisa. Um, yeah, it's so and I want I, I definitely want this to work. I'm just I feel like I'm playing the devil's advocate mm -hmm. so that we don't we learn from this and we any of those potential loopholes we're addressing now for it. Um, I guess what percentage of the position is actually administrative? Because another one of my concerns would be bringing someone aboard, just like you said, being like, yeah, okay, that's great. That. And then any of us or the future right. committee spending more time yeah. teaching that person than it would have been right. to just have a member yeah. do it themselves. So you know what, I, what I would propose, um, and these are all very reasonable points that, that everyone's making, is um, to maintain a degree of flexibility with mm -hmm. regards to how tasks are delegated. Sure. And I do like the concept of, you know, executive community, you know, um, at their discretion, identifying what are the resources available, whether it's a temp and what tasks to assign to said temp, versus um, at some future point in time, what the specific strengths and skill sets are of the committee members, um, and, and what specific tasks would make more sense to delegate to committee uh, to committee members. So I think having that you know um, that wording. You know that that there is that degree of flexibility with mm -hmm. regards to delegating tasks to the appropriate resource, whether it be a town or committee members. In my mind, it seems logical. And let me add this, Sean, because I think you're right on point. Right now, my company is onboarding a salesperson. We're taking everything that's in the salesperson onboarding process and improving it. So the nice part is we have Allison going through the process. She can work with us and say, "Hey, here are the things I think." are really cerebral, they're kind of three layers deep, you have to know this foundation to do this stuff. And then here's a bunch of stuff that I think somebody could pick up and run with. And as you are on board, if you can work with us, then we can make this a really robust document, right? As we're going through this process. So the next time, we're not starting at the beginning. And I don't think we're starting at the beginning because we have a lot of experienced members here. But in the future, they may not be uh, members with experience. So that's, I, I think, kind of squares what I was trying to say, that Allison's going through it now, we can identify those more easily and have more robust documents so that whoever's sitting in these seats in the future, has we've left them a, a trail of breadcrumbs here to oh, kind of find their way. John, that's a really good point, and I think mm -hmm. utilizing Allison to explain to us, like, yeah. what we, we're giving you what we think would be helpful for your position. You could say, oh God, I wish I hadn't met with this person, but I had met with that person, just because of the information that you needed right away. Yep. And so I do think, John, it's a point well taken that we can utilize you to, to find what we might need in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think we're all kind of in, in agreement that um, you know, there are some improvements that we can make uh, to help guide uh, the committee in the event of a similar situation in the future. So 
Um, I, I don't think we're prepared to vote on anything tonight, but what I would say is, you know, if George, John, and Allison, if you could, you know, collectively um, get together, work on, you know, what the appropriate wording might be, um, and then come back you know, at our next meeting uh, with something to, you know, to, to walk through. So by way of guidance, do folks like the idea of enhancing the delegation authority of the three named, what I, I, they're not the executive committee, but the three executives. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. can be incorporated in the next round. Um, and we like the idea of an addendum that includes some sort of uh, check sheet or, or flow that, that helps with onboarding and identifying mm -hmm. mission critical versus um, activities that may be seen as clerical or of a temp nature. So those are the two byproducts coming back to the next meeting in December. Is that good? Mm -hmm. And then plus um, guidance on budgetary constraints, W two versus yeah. We have to, to, to understand the flexibility. Yep. 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 So you'll so those you'll, are three see, things. you'll seek as part of that last item. You'll Get seek some clarification from Randy relative Randy. to the yes. process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then finally, will you entertain two point seven tonight, or do you want to put that off? Um, which is the administrative duty section. Uh, it's, it would be number four. Number four. Uh, yeah, it's on the agenda. Yes. All right. Cover that. So this is really drafting. We can share it. Can we just do it on three for you guys? Thank you. What is another one? Yeah. 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 Do they have? I, I can pull it up electronically. No, we have. Okay. I said that the digitally and I think we're good though. Digitally, right? You have enough. Yep, okay. we have enough. So I didn't want to. Uh, Allison was really helpful, and uh, apologies for the, the the late request, Allison. So no Allison, does this need to be for? I go, yeah, I just need something. So anyway, uh, looking at. Um, the position description and then just sussing out the stuff that was sort of you know really critical that we could put in a rule of procedure to identify the broad outline but you'll notice the last sentence which is really the catch-all which is the full list of responsibilities actually enumerated in the position description given that that description could change five years from now so i wanted to at least tie it to whatever was on record for the position um, John, I was you know thinking of you when I wrote the section that you know really putting up front the committee assistance in pre-apps and applications for grant rounds is really one of our you know critical and, and most important duties, and then filled it out with the communication aspects, um, the restrictions on the preservation aspects, um, the financial aspects, and then the meeting support. So I looked at the whole, there were nine or ten of them and sort of boiled it down to the five real critical areas that could go into a rule of procedure so that anybody could read this and see, generally speaking, what the administrative duties are and then tie it to the actual job description. I think this is good because it ties it to what I think are what we, this committee, really needs because there are certain things like if we needed budgetary information and what are our budgets and what's the income coming in, we could get that from the accounting department. Like they've got access to Muna. So this I feel like really ties to the things that are very specific to what we do that is not looped in with any of the other town departments. Sure. 
Um, I think the only, well, there may be others, but one thing that leaps out on me that may be missing from here is the reference to the annual community preservation plan. Because yeah. I think that oh, this position, yeah, is really the key position to not only solicit input from various stakeholder groups and then integrate that, be the principal author, and then submit it to all of us for our feedback. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what the significance of this paragraph is. I mean, is it is it not? Um, I mean, should we just attach the position description rather than try to pick and choose? I think it ages out. You know, you want to have these just be sort of the, you know, the broad rules of procedure. Right. I mean, you can get morally specific. We, here's what's not in these rules of procedure, for right. instance. I'm sorry. The things, that, <coughs> the things that are not in these rules of mm -hmm. procedure, the calendaring for when we run pre-apps, whether it's going to be annually or every other year, mm -hmm. the actual pre-apps themselves. This is not the sort of entire user guide to right. the CPA in Canton. It's just the governance of how we sort of run the meetings and what the positions are that are here. And it recognizes the fact that there is an administrator. So I, I personally wouldn't attach the position, but it, there's a reference to it. And that's why the reference is there, because it's likely to change. You know, I think in time. Um, I so did, maybe I'm forgetting um, where this fits in the, in the rules of procedure. Right, but it, I mean, uh, is it? Oh, it's in 2.7, which is under the officers, uh, chair, vice chair, treasurer. They secretary. didn't have one for administrator. They right? can see. No, it, we yeah. added it here. Yeah, there wasn't I one. See. So this is sort right. of a paragraph is, that yeah, is yeah. parallel yeah. to the paragraph on yeah. chair and right, right. and there, yeah, there is a section that says that we can hire staff. Which probably needs to be okay. revised to sure say, I'm sorry. you know, reference the administrator, yep. and then that links was linked back to the administrator. Got it, George. But what I would okay. say is yeah. very similar to when you uh, added yeah. 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 rules yeah. of procedure, which is first of all, thank you for yeah. doing the work. Um, but second, thank having you. not seen it before the meeting, I would just we're not going to complain. Yeah, no, take right? no, so the first meeting, whatever yeah. you want. Propose. I, it's hard for me to listen and think about everything yeah, that's no, in here yeah. or not in here. Yep. But I, I think it serves the purpose um, of making the administrator, uh, you know, functional part of the procedures, which That's it. which okay. it, which reflects reality, which is why it makes sense to me. Um, it, 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 this came about because the om the omission was made clear. Uh, you know, one of our yeah. Uh, somebody came and said, you know, it says the chairman shall, treasurer shall, and I it remember. didn't. Yeah, right. And it didn't open up any sense. On, on, on the public looking in, or even ourselves right. looking out, or right. contemplating what an administrator was. So, you know, remember these were written in 2013, and here we are in 2022. So it's an update. Why don't we just take it up at the next meeting, along with the yep. additional material, with a hope that by then we're so close we either vote in December or January for the new procedures. Great. And just out of curiosity, because you brought it up, is there a calendar of activities with deadlines anywhere that you know of, or is that just No, no, no. We had it on the website, uh, and it's it's by year. It depends on the cycle. And we um, generally set it. We set it in a meeting. We set it, right. We set it in a meeting over the summer, generally. And I really wouldn't tie... I would set it each year, that annually, yes. to, to decide whether, because again, um, I'm not saying, I don't know what the future is going to be in terms of, you know, annually, yearly, and all that. The good news is um, we are on track 
with another motion to, to sort of start this process again this year. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, so I could, as, as uh, kind of tying into the previous agenda item, if you could also um, further refine this. Yeah, for um, the community, community preservation plan. Yeah, yeah. that is, since, since the, legis the CPA legislation kind of stipulates the committee shall yeah. study the needs um, of the community you know, and what the priorities should be, um, the administrator has historically been a very essential part of, you know, collecting the feedback, um, getting the word out, doing all the publicity uh, activities necessary to collect that feedback. And preparing um, the draft. And preparing the draft, yeah. Maybe what I'm getting um, stuck on is the word administration because I believe that the position description makes clear that this position administers the program versus being limited to providing administrative support. To get so my that is something I missed then. That's good. That's on me, um, but I can clean that up. But I, I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. A, and I think that was and it's a material confusion. <laughs> that's the distinction yeah. that was lost on, yes. on other um, right. entities. But, but I think if you look at the position description, it's clear that this position administers the program. Yep. Got it. I think that's really important and it'll get tightened for the next version. This is a very minor detail. Yeah, is there a spelling error? Capitals are rolling, go ahead. Capital C on committee on the third line down. Sorry, I did not say it. Third line down. You get someone from the policy committee. Wait, did you see it? Assist the committee. the phrase, you'll admit the committee. Assist the committee. Oh, wow. I'll send you the right file. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. So we're on track for next month to get the next version. Yeah. And I'll bring That's enough great. copies for everybody with the bold and these changes built in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. That was awesome. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Moving on. Uh, item six project extension request. I guess that's me. <laughs> um, so, <coughs> do you want to just focus on the extension request, or do you want to go through all the open projects and then afterward kind of discuss requests versus extensions? Uh, I think that's you. We can cover six and seven together if it's easier. Uh, whatever order, you know, would be easiest for you. We we can cover just extensions, or we can do project by project and go through whether each needs extension or can be closed out. However, you have it. Organized. Um, so I have it just by year, so they're kind Perfect. of mixed. Yep. Um, but okay. there is also a document that has just the list of all the projects and whether they need extensions or to be closed. So I'll, I can bring that up at the end. Can I just ask one question then? If we're going to take these up, do you want votes in process or are we going to go back and do all the votes at once? Um, I can do it all at once. Yeah, I'm saying you Okay. So maybe just hold, so we hold the ones that. Why don't we just hold the ones that don't get. When you actually, you have a sheet of paper, right, of which are which. Maybe at the end, hand that to one of us so that we can make the motion and just read them all off. Yeah. Would that work? Yeah, okay. You have a concern? Well, no, no. I guess just a question. I'm trying to remember back from previous years, but I, I thought we had um, asked um, project sponsors to provide um, either in person or in writing some more specific information than I see necessarily reflected here, but maybe that'll come clear 
if you had back and forth with these project sponsors? I mean, I, I had discussions with uh, discussions or emails or discussions with all of them. Um, so some of them I got more information than this and it was condensed. Some of them they okay. gave me exactly what you see here. Okay, so we'll That's, go through each of them. Yeah, we'll see when they have questions. Right, and then yeah. you could ask people to come in. Yeah. You, could, you could hold yeah. and not give an extension tonight if you think you don't have enough information. But the other piece of that was in the past, I think letters or emails would come from the project proponents requesting an extension right. but we've, we've, we've quick, we this is a quicker way to do this yeah. because you have you know bright line information right away okay. for tonight I mean so I think as we go through these one by one and thank you for the additional I you know it must have slipped my mind that you know that was kind of the, the written um, I guess status by each of the project uh, sponsors was how it was done previously, but um, I, I do see as we go through these, um, there's three buckets, right? Either uh, we put it into the vote for extension bucket, we put it into the vote to close bucket, or we put it into needs more information, additional follow-up bucket. Okay. Can, can I bring up one concern first? Kathy Bubbis sent an email out to us to, about signage. Do we get any clarification from the from uh, the coalition about that, Judge? She said she wasn't going to pay for signage. She wouldn't approve payment for signage because it wasn't in the words, wasn't in the wording of the warrant. Yeah, I did talk to Kathy about that. So I, I don't want to really get into it because I don't think that. Well, DOR, Kathy asked DOR as to whether or not our letters were legal mm -hmm. to send those letters out. And Kathy got a phone call back from DOR said, no, they're not legal. But there was no nuance to it. There was no understanding as to how we track. And I said to Kathy, town council wrote these for us. We're, these are forms that came from town council. It was town council's advice that we have two forms of grant acceptance. If it's a town agency, we have one form, and if it's a non-profit third party like the church or the society or you know any mm -hmm. other groups that we actually have a full-blown contract. DOR doesn't make a distinction as to best practice or, or, or how to do that. And so without having any ability to actually have a conversation with DOR, I, I talked to the uh, town administrator because it was tied into another issue that's coming up tonight in terms of pre-apps, and he said, just keep moving forward, doing things the, the way you're doing. Not that we have to go by what the town admin says, but I think it's just good practice to have these letters. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, that with due respect to Kathy, her, her sense is that once we've, we've finished a town meeting, this committee's done. I don't think this committee has ever taken that up as the role that we just abrogate our authority once the money is set to other other uh, agencies because I think there's just too many nuances and I, I the nuances in include you know again this is this is fact driven because it's it's relative to some projects partial funding is CPA eligible and partial funding is coming from other sources. We, we are the ones who oversee to make sure the CPA money is allocated to the CPA side of mm -hmm. projects. So I think it's really complicated. I, I honestly, I, again, with great respect to, to Kathy, it, I, it doesn't feel like best practice to me to not send out letters that ask for at least some baseline information from project proponents 
we don't ask for a lot. We ask, did, did you start your project? Did you, did you hire someone? Um, will you put up a CPA sign? You know, things like that. And I, sorry, yeah. is that okay if I jump yeah. in for one second? Um, just to share something that Kristen shared with me um, was that, you know, regarding the whole discussion of, you know, how much should the CCPC still be involved after town meeting? Um, and her expression to me was it, that it is uh, the responsibility, it is our responsibility to make sure that the, pro the project funds are being spent and project is being done in compliance with what CPA the, and what the regulation so for us. instance that I agree. that you know we should get copies of bills and invoices because um, we are responsible for making sure that only uh, eligible uh, things are being paid. So that was what Kristen shared. And just you said, what does the coalition have to say? I literally just Googled it, and there is a whole section on the mess from the co the committee on uh, community preservation org on grant agreements and the role in grant agreements in funding private projects, talking about how there generally needs to be some sort of agreement to ensure that um, the funds are intended for the use provided in any condition of the funding, such as matching acquiring funds, executing a deed restriction, are all reporting and monitoring requirements and what remedies would be required should funds be used improperly or not entirely used is set forth here laying out about a dozen different types of agreements including clawback agreements if and when a uh, proponent uses funds outside and that is why we have two different grant agreements one for the private entities and one for the public the public meaning the municipalities and why the municipalities are then run through the BRC because it's the BRC then that oversees those bills and ensures that things are being done in compliance with the CPA statute. But again, no disrespect to Kathy. I think that nope. there's a, just a difference of opinion yeah. on this. Nothing um, has changed, correct? No, we're, we sent them. The, the letters went out. But what happened was Randy got um, the letters that you copied him on, and he gave it to Kathy, and she said, what do I do with these? And then she looked at them and said, wait, can they do this? And then it elicited a call to DOR but, uh, or an email. But DOR doesn't give written um, Responses. Responses. They yeah. just they gave her a voicemail who says, no, they can't do it. It wasn't really very helpful to us today, since we already did it. And all of our projects last year were largely public projects. Right. I think, right? Yeah. With, the, with one exception, or were they all public projects? Sorry. Um, just because we're discussing. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think the, um, the, the walk bike. Um, no, that's The water trail. I think last year was all. I think the only one that was sort of was was the housing authority housing one, right? Even that, I don't know. I, I may have missed the email. Was that sent to all committee members or just folks involved with distributing the letters? I think it was just the chairman. The two chairmen got it, and I think Stacy got it as well. Am I correct? Well, is, yeah. it, is it worthy of sharing with the rest of us? I, I did not get discussed. the signage one. I got the... So I'll no, I'm happy, well, it's, happy it's, to read it's it. It's embedded in that one. Would you like me well, to... Just, but if it's not worthy of our time right now, maybe just forward it. And I, yeah. I, just, yeah, I, I mean, I think we're happy to do that to, to just see. It was it was saying that she believed that the grant agreements were not um, legal. not legal. Well, they were prepared by council at the request of council and at the specific instruction and guidance right. 
of the director for the state coalition for the CPA. And, so and this was we've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, no, it, it made no sense to me. But it's all right. I, I mean, I, I think if you, if you, if you fuel it too much, much right. we're going to take up all our time. Right. Can, can I make a request that you just going. distribute that email so the rest of the committee yeah. members yeah. know what's being discussed yeah. here? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, so let's get back to um, open project status. Okay, so for fiscal year 16, uh, we have the Canton Corner Cemetery phase two. Um, the only funds remaining were encumbered, meaning they, there was a specific PO uh, purchase order for them, um, but it was established that, that the Structures North, who was the company we had the PO for, uh, had finished their work. So the PO has been liquidated, and now the funds of the $6,641.02 is now back to available funds, uh, which can be used uh, for signage, which is the only thing missing at this point. Uh, so that one is an extension request. Uh, for Old English Burial Ground, uh, it is the same thing. It's just missing signage. Um, George has said he was going to collect estimates for signage for both of those projects, and um, they have over 14,000 in available funds remaining. So uh, I think we can expect to get funds uh, back from both of those, because yep. I mean, unless George wants a really no, fancy no, no, sign. No, no. <laughs> so just reporting on both of those, um, if I may. Both those projects are largely completed. The last um, piece of that are three interpretive signs and the signs which incorporate thanks to the CPA for doing the project work. Um, it, they will be done this spring um, and they're being done by the Historical Commission. Um, so Kent Historical Commission was the proponent. And can you just scroll back up to 16? Sure. The, the monies on, um, on the receiving tombs project, DPW just released those back once we confirmed that the contract work had been done with Structures North. And so that happened within the last week or two, I guess, freeing up that. But in the aggregate, we see those projects as um, returning some significant money back um, within the next six to eight months. George, what does the sign cost? Five hundred. No, we did them at Paul Revere, so I have to. I can't even recall. It could be about. It might be eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, these are these are um, pre-sanding signboards for wayfinding. If you want to see examples of them, you'll see um, the ones at the Rising Sun Stove Polish Factory that were just installed. Okay. Um, they're also at Paul Revere Heritage Site. If you've been to the grounds. Sorry, George. Yeah. Is the intent to have the signage the same? Yeah, we're matching, we're matching Harvard. Yeah, the town has a standard, and we're trying to match that standard. That would be smart. Yeah. And yeah. It would look beautiful. Yeah. You're trying to match the standard for your historical sites, because those don't, those don't always yeah, necessarily no, 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 it's match. Not the CPA well, right, because it's just trying standardization. We talked a little bit about when we get into is like, Correct. would that sign look appropriate at like the loose school slide? Like, no. can we make it all uniform across the board, or do we have to sort of look at the type of project and figure out how That's to make question. it standardized? I think the intent would be, from a town perspective, outside of looking in, you want as many, many signs to look the same I as possible. completely agree. Right. But I do believe it's These are a little different, because yeah. they are not merely presentation signs. They are interpretive and wayfinding signs. But we're matching the, the town standard part of your heritage. We, we did it at the Morse 
property, which is private property. Yeah. Conservation, I spoke with the conservation mm -hmm. agent. She's matching. I mean, we're yeah. trying to trying match to keep it, it consistent across the same type of property. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. and keep yeah. it the same. So money will come back. We're requesting the one year, but we think we'll be done by the spring. Quick, quick question. Notwithstanding a one-year um, extension, if we all approve that, if the signs are done in the spring, um, can we do this closeout yep. so that the money returns yep. by the time of the next grant yep. distribution? Yep. Because we, we don't want to lose a year. Yeah. Right. I think in the, both those cases, it will go into the general pot because the bulk of the money was used for the 20% right. for this right. Yeah. May I ask two questions? A three, because that was the first. <laughs> That's it. You're Is Old English burial burying ground right across from Canton Cemetery? No, the that's St. Mary. Uh, the, the one Got is it. the one in Ponca Park. Okay. The okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is totally off topic. I don't want to go into it now, just as kind of a placeholder for since we're talking about signage. The welcome to Canton signs. So I don't want to delve into yeah. it now, but I wondered if that's something. So signs in and of themselves are not eligible for CPA funding unless okay. they're a footnote to a much larger project. It, yeah. Because, like the walk trails signs, you can't right. we, we can't fund that with CPA unless we did the whole trail system. That, so that's how these are tagged. Yeah. They're part of larger projects. And they're considered by the coalition to be supportive and ancillary to that. But if you brought in a project just to do welcome signs to Canton or trail markers or as a standalone project, signs are, and signs and collateral are not fundable through CPA. Okay. So they can be footnotes. They can't be the project themselves. Do you know who? I'm sure you do. But who is in charge of overseeing? Well, the Garden Club does the nice decorative ones, and okay, the big yes. ones were done by and the Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're talking about the one coming on the Street. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was an Eagle Scout. That was an Eagle Scout project. So. I think that gets approved. Did they go through the select board yeah. for those? They did. Uh, um, yeah. 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 They go through the. Yeah. This, that's what I thought. Yeah. The select board does this, so those signs. So that's where you'd go, I think. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> that's all I have on this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's keep moving. Um, into fiscal year 18, the Tilden Deval Playgrounds. Um, there is uh, just over $1,000 left. Uh, Tyler Riccioni, the new Parks and Rec um, director, uh, wasn't super familiar as he's fairly new in his role also, so we discussed the signage requirements and I sent him the signage specifications and he plans on ordering signage for several properties, you'll see, uh, several of the projects, excuse me, um, in the near future, um, and again, that's the only thing missing for Tilden Hall is the signage. Um, for the Revere um, site, Copper Roof on the Rolling Mill, um, all funds are remaining. Um, the money will be withdrawn when the ownership of the site officially transfers from the developer to the town, which right now is expected to be in the spring, and that's when they expect all money will be taken out at one time. Uh, the conservation restriction, um, the $20,000, so that's awaiting action by the state. Um, I guess there was some back and forth, there was a new person at the state level who had some questions, so they were waiting for someone to get back to them to explain some things, and then it will go to the Board of Selectmen. So it's kind of uh, between the Board of Selectmen and the state at this point. Um, 
but basically it will need to be signed off on by town officials and then will be needed to be submitted for sign off by the secretary of the EOEA and recorded at the registry of deeds. Also expected to be in the spring. And who is that again? Is that the watershed? No, it's the historical society. The historical society. Okay. Into fiscal year 19, Ponkapug Playground, same as Tilden and Duval. Um, all that's needed is the signage and um, Tyler is working on that. Uh, for the Kennedy School Field Restrooms and Storage Facility, um, the remaining funds are um, $274,395, and the encumbered funds are $29,592.25. So that the encumbered funds, that is not part of the remaining available funds, that is separate. So is um, it encumbered for the for further design studies? Uh, I would have to check on that. I can, we have a meeting Wednesday with BRC. This is one I, I, I would personally like more information on than um, is provided here. My, my memory is that in addition to this, you know, $300,000 town meeting also approved about 600000 perhaps a little bit more. So we've got close to a million dollars tied up in this project. Um, and I think that the budget that came before town meeting, um, if it didn't predate COVID, I'm not sure it included the COVID-related increases in inflation. I, yeah. I think that's the problem they just continue to run into. I, I can't speak for certain. I've only heard various things, but I would defer I to think BRC. They hired a, I think they hired an engineer, uh, and they're doing a cost um, estimation now. We meet on Wednesday, and I can report back at the oh, next meeting. But well, can we ask for the project sponsor to come in? Yeah, who was the project yeah. sponsor here? It's Little League. And, and school mm -hmm. committee. And, well, no, school committee was no. not involved. No, 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 no. Little League school committee took the field because it was on the field. Right. We had discussion. But they, the money goes through the school department as the proponent. The Little League doesn't own the property. They can't be that proponent. They were the proponent, they were the but the money. was signed off on by the school committee. Right, that is true. So technically, the money does run through the school committee. Well, through um, BRC. But the, I don't believe any, right, through the they BRC, but the folks involved in any discussions with the BRC, my understanding is not school anyone from school committee, except at a tangential level, but it, people from, it was Mike. I don't know if Mike is still involved because he's no longer. That's who you spoke with. Uh, I was not able to get in touch with Mike. I tried a couple times. I didn't get any response, um, and so I ended up. Um, Stacy ended up giving me the the update because uh, I Got could it. not reach Michael. Okay. Can we ask for somebody who if, if, mm -hmm. if it, Mike brought it? Is that the person? I, Mike. I don't know if Mike he's is still no involved. Like involved? I don't know. Somebody else? John, do you know whether he's? I know he's no longer president, I believe. There was a change there, but I don't know if he has a level of involvement or not. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just know it's, it's just because we've had years of transition and it well, makes sense. And so I, I think we just have to figure out. We can find right. out, I can find out Wednesday who is leading the project and get that information to you, mm -hmm. right? And then we could ask if it's, if it's the board's uh, interest to have somebody invited to the next meeting to discuss the extension. We can do that, but I'll get a name okay. through BRC because I, I did see an active contract quite recently on 
this project, which has oh, not yeah. had an active contract in quite some time. Yeah, that would be that's and that's with an engineer. That's what I how I interpreted. It was very it was a quick part of the discussion, but it's coming up again. So. Okay. Um, all right. So let's uh, also let's pull that one aside from the extension bucket. And yep. Continue moving. Just another question. Lisa, does this does the select board go through the same process of extending these year after year if the six hundred thousand that was approved at town meeting is not spent, or is that in perpetuity because it was approved at town meeting? I'm trying to understand the dynamics. There, there's not a similar process like we're going through right now, to my knowledge. Town meeting has appropriated the money, yeah. and that doesn't have to be reappropriated. The select board has to make an independent decision about whether to spend it. Town meeting authorizes the select board to spend it. It doesn't dictate that the select board must spend it. But it doesn't have a sunset if it's capital, correct? Correct. So it's not part of the general fund. It was a capital request. That's as correct. A, as a motion in an right. article. And so it's outside the the rules of you must spend it by the end of the fiscal year. Yeah. I guess, I right. guess just the point of clarification I'm looking for, right? Because I'm very tied to schools, to kids, even though my kids are aged out of Little League. I'd like to see a stone. It's very frustrating that's still sitting there. I would like more information too. But if we don't extend this, I'm wondering if it kills the project because 600000 probably is not enough. Oh, no, it'll right? totally kill it, but, the, but yeah. that's not the goal. The goal is just to get I'm not saying that was the goal. Yeah. I just want right. clarification that if it's not extended, it most likely kills the project. What are a million coming out of a million-dollar bathroom project? Yeah. But I think if, yes. we don't we make, if we don't vote right. on it today, though, it doesn't kill the project. Right, right, right. 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 So if we, oh, if no, I got it. Yeah. I just want to understand what's yeah. at stake because yes. somebody has to report progress here. Yes. But we have an additional 600,000 sitting there that if this didn't get extended would kill the project. It's going to so, jeopardize both parts of yeah, money. Right? No, I yeah, got it. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to wrap my head around yeah. it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And we, you know, it's complicated this one because of where it's cited. And, and we've had lots of conversations and, and year over year understood that, you know, town has been gotten involved in the select board and mm -hmm. trying to extend and, you know, do as can keep this moving forward to the extent that we can. So, and I don't think anyone's looking to. No, it's really needed to, to yeah. knock it off. Um, yeah, it definitely is yeah. needed. So when this first came up, mm -hmm. right, there was separate fundraising. So there's more money in Be some accounts, someplace. Yes. So because they wanted it also to be a snack shack, the snack shack portion is not uh, permissible under the CPA. So storages bathrooms are but like a concession stand portion was not so they were raising funds to likely cover that portion so if the building is a thousand square feet and 300 of it are snack shack, snack shack then a, arguably a third of the cost and i don't know how you parse it out with different things but a third of that cost would have to be borne by the proponent yeah. and so they did do a ton of fundraising i think they had a great event at blue hills i, I think there. you were there yeah. you remember it um so yes there still should be money set aside as far as i know but yeah. that should be a question we would have to ask yeah. Yeah. it's also it's also moot given the overall cost of the project there's it's such an expensive project that there's more than enough eligible money sitting there for cpa for the bathrooms and the engineering and the 
we extension help. of the sewer. Well, we help. I don't think the snack check is going to really affect this because of how much other money the town brought, which was un which was not tagged right. to CPA. They can do anything they want with the rest of the right. town money. Six hundred thousand. We put the snack check on that side of the. So ledger. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the conversation yeah. here because I think we're, we're dwelling too too much on this one. I do, sure. I do make a final point. We have a lot to get through, so, so I would the like to committee members on. understand. There's a third pile of money committed to this project yep. as yes. well. So yep. when the proponent comes in or whoever. Yes. That's something that we can discuss then. And it shows Patrick Murphy is the president right now. There's no contract right. info for him right now. I, I, I have Pat, I can reach out to Pat directly if, okay. if you're comfortable. I know him and... And I'll work with you on that stuff. So yeah. I know most of the guys who used to be on the yes. board. And, okay. um, but I can reach, I'll reach out to Pat tomorrow. I'll see him um, and just ask him if he knows. And if he directs us back to Michael or whomever, we can do that as well. Great. Uh, going into fiscal year 20, the multiple field improvements um, have $3,225 remaining. Um, the project update from last year stated that the work was completed. The project was just waiting on signage, but Stacey reports that yeah, the right. committee voted not to do signage, so that yeah. project is closed. Right, and that, just to update everyone, that was, we had had a long discussion of <laughs> what type of sign would you put when it was a field renovation? Where would you have to put it, and would it just look funny to say this is yeah. field? So the decision was made, that can close, and the money can come back. Yeah. Uh, for the shine slide, uh, they have no funds remaining, um, but they are waiting on, so it's still waiting on signage, um, but Stephen Marshall seemed okay with that, uh, that he felt that it wouldn't be a problem to get money for the sign from elsewhere. Um, and he also was fairly new to his role, so I explained the signage requirements to him and sent him the specifications, and he plans on ordering those soon, and I'll be following up with both him and Tyler to provide support. So do we need an extension there, or because it's at zero, does it just sort of automatically close? Or do we want the extension just to kind of track back on the signs? I think so. so yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah. you know, figuring out how we want to do that. As far as, I, as far as I'm aware from what I've looked at, that it, it's until, I mean, I guess it's all the requirements guys, are until the sign okay. is there, it stays Perfect. open. Yep, okay. Um, the Kennedy School basketball courts have $7,512.05 left. Um, they are waiting on hoops to be delivered and installed. Um, and just a note that I was also informed that no signage uh, was required for that project either. Um, for the Revere Heritage Site, interpretive signage. Um, $38,876.02 left. At least two more signs are being ordered, possibly more than that. Um, I can tell you that um, so at least one of those signs was um, the heritage site has been trying to they want to put a sign in of, about you know, having to do with the Native American presence and, you know, the, the, the history of the land. Uh, but they don't want to do that until they've gotten feedback from local tribes. And so there's still um, communication going on about that. And the other is about the, uh, the railroad, which should be done soon. So can I, can I ask a question? Because it just seems like a lot of money for a couple of signs. Are they these no. signs like ten grand a piece? No, there's a there's no. there's, a whole there's sign one sign that says 
essentially this project was as a result of the generosity of the people of Canton and the Community Preservation Act. That's one sign that goes on a lot of the projects. These interpretive signs are as you walk around the park. They I've seen the information them. About yeah. yeah, I didn't but know how much they, they cost. They, I think they thought they were going to be much more expensive, and then when they went to order them, they wound up being less expensive than they were thought to be. Well, the DPW helped us install them. And they were, yeah, the installation costs were less, and so there's more money there, gives them the option of getting more signs and maybe money coming back at some point. I just want to point out something that is a distinction from something I said earlier about signs. I said signs are not funded through CPA. However, there is a caveat. If the property, if the property was purchased with CPA money, as park, open space, all that. If so, if the the corpus, the land on the line, was bought with CPA money, then you can do signage. You know what I'm thinking. It's the only but you have to buy the property first, which is what we did. And once it was acquired with that, it also allows you to buy capital things. You could buy. You know, little sheds and bench you, things that normally you wouldn't capital be able to. Capital improvements. Um, do you buy little plots of land? <laughs> if you buy a little plot of land, you can do feet more wide, yeah, three feet yeah, deep yeah. or so. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, there is a caveat to signage, and this is the one. It's in the statute. <laughs> Let me just take some notes. I'll give you the statute. Um, going into fiscal year 21 for the Hemingway alarms um, for housing, uh, no funds left. Um, issues with the contractor delayed finishing the project, but the CPA part of it, all of those funds were spent, and the CPA part of it is, uh, is completed. So despite the overall project not being done, um, I believe the so, committee can vote so, on closing so, that. See, this is our new one, this, if you can't tell. So, if somebody comes for $100,000 to do alarms and they spend all the money and the project's not done, how is that okay? Well, it, it's, it, it's two parts of money. It's the capital money at the housing authority and the CPA money. But the CPA, it was, so it was, I, I think it was $80,000, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I just made up that. Yeah. I didn't know. They expended that part. They so we expended the $80,000 doing the alarms. And then yeah, the housing authority capital money is finishing the line. The so the part. project will get done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not right. that the project isn't That's done. That's why it's yeah. not done yet, but it will get done. Okay. It's yeah. because there's two portions of it. But once we close it, we don't know that for sure. We just assume it's going to be done. Report, but most projects. It'll get done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, so all sure projects that are funded with CPA are funded 100% by CPA. Right, but so. you still want to kind of know that the project is finished. So we have to, before they can spend the CPA funds, they need to know that the money that there is in the pot is there before CPA can, you can spend CPA funds, but you can spend CPA funds first out of the pot. Out of the right, pot. And, if they, and it might take them another three years to get their money. I don't know that I like that. No, the, the project is ongoing. It, it's going to be done in, in the next couple of months. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, the Tilden House Phase 2 um, remaining available funds is $406,079.07 and uh, $34,050 is encumbered. So the work was delayed due to COVID, but there were a, there was a whole list of tasks that did get completed. 
Um, then there was a discovery of some archaeological resources, which delayed the interior work. But the resource recovery work finished in September, so things are back on track and work is getting, work has resumed on the project. And that recovery work and the extra masonry work because, you know, that was needed because of the recovery were paid for by the Historical Society, so those don't affect the CPA funds. George, is it, I assume that's yours? You reported yeah. out on this? I did report out Do any of these delays or overruns come with anticipated budget increases for this? No, in fact, good news from um, the Commonwealth for, um, for the back end of this project, which is building out the interiors and all that, uh, the governor signed a $75,000 additional money that isn't part of the construction part for interpretation. So there, the funds are sufficient. Okay. Is oh, that your awesome. question? Yeah, we, we just received the When will that be done? In time for the 300, so 25, 2025. That's great. That is good. The Gallon Basketball Court, uh, remaining available funds are $35,097. Bids are going out this coming winter, and completion is expected by the end of spring 2023. Now, can I ask a question on that? Yeah. Because yeah. with that, that is combined with the, the next year ones. Mm -hmm. Are we getting the tiles, or did the project change again? Yeah. No, tiles. Just want to make sure, because I heard something. Yeah, that was me misunderstanding something that happened at BRC. And I'm oh, okay. the question okay. again okay. tomorrow. I could, tiles. I couldn't yeah. remember who I heard it from. It was me. And I was like, huh, no, no, it was me because I heard yeah. they were patching something. With, oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Still tiles. So it's a, tiles. That so. can be moved. Um, so that in the, yes. Okay, okay. just one clarification. Thank you. Um, the Pequot Side Court Restoration Pickleball Courts project has been officially canceled. If it goes forward at all, it will be at a different location, which means it would no longer be um, eligible for the funds for the specific property. So that project uh, can be voted to be closed with all funds reverting to the CPA. I think we may have discussed this before, but why did it get canceled? Um, my understanding, or? Yeah, yeah, my understanding was the location and the costs associated with it were higher than anticipated and not worth it, not deemed worth it in light of um, what could be done for less money potentially elsewhere. They will be coming back. Yes. It's not that, it's not that people don't want them, it's just it didn't make sense there for that cost. It's my understanding. Kendall, when yeah, you was... last week, sorry, I think our one guest, Jim, gave yep. a pretty detailed report of what happened. Yeah, I, I can speak to that. Um, I had learned that we were going to build one pickleball court and one tennis court, and all the surrounding towns are building four, six, eight, ten, or twelve courts, and for half the price that we had allocated, I went to the bid opening, it was $398,000. And we were going to get one pickleball court, one tennis court. So uh, basically um, presented a, a scenario whereby we could build eight pickleball courts for about half that if we built it out of asphalt, not concrete. That's right, and um, so um, the, the, the uh, select, select board decided, they voted 5-0 to postpone that project and do it at another time. So I think the number, though, uh, was um, originally that plus another uh, 220000 or so was 
was up around 350,000 that was approved for the project when it went out for bid. The low, lower bid came in at 398, um, and it was going to be funded. So I don't know where the other funds were coming from, but um, it, it was almost good to go at 398,000. So fortunately, the town has put it on hold and we're looking at other locations to put in probably, hopefully, eight courts. But because of the different location, these and funds cannot be used restarts. for that. Exactly. So they're going to put in change. a new application for that. For sure. OK. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Um, for the new house waterfront improvements, um, no funds remaining. Uh, work was completed, but still awaiting signage. Um, at this point, it says unclear if the CPA funding knowledge will be included. I my understanding is that it will be. It, yeah, I, I saw an email from uh, from uh, Mr. Duty. I don't say Chief Duty, but um, from Mr. Duty earlier on my phone. I didn't have a chance to read it before the meeting started, but I believe it was him uh, saying that the CPA funding acknowledgement would be included on the larger sign. Um, but I, I think that it's not fully closed until that sign goes up. For fiscal year 22, the Warner Trail design study uh, has no available funds left, but it does have over $800 in encumbered funds, $818.17. The study was run by the BSC group, which will be making its final presentation to the select board on 11-15, and the project should be able to close at that time. Um, so I don't know if, if probably a full year extension is not needed. Um, possibly just need to be revisited shortly. The affordable housing trust transfer, uh, remaining available funds is $1,200 and encumbered is $2,444. A consultant was hired to prepare a housing production plan. The plan is estimated to be finalized and sent to the select board within four to six weeks, after which final bills should come in and project can be closed. Uh, so again, not sure if a full year extension is needed, but hopefully can be closed within a couple months. And who's the proponent there? That was the housing trust. Who did we speak to about the housing trust? Me. Okay. I chair the housing trust. The other proponent. Uh, uh, not me personally, but the housing trust is the proponent. There's a separate agency, the trust. Yeah. For the Hagen Court Emergency Egress, um, funds are all spent and the project can be voted to close as no signage is needed. Has that been completed? Yes. Okay, it has, yes. Okay. For the Hunnaman Hand Tub, uh, remaining available funds is 46000 Contract expected to be signed soon. Uh, the restoration location is in Pennsylvania and is within about an hour and a half of the likely restoration place for the LaFrance fire engine, which is a project approved um, for this fiscal year. Uh, and so it is looking likely that it will wait to be sent out until it can be sent out with the fire engine to um, lower shipping costs. For the Hooper Bell study, remaining available funds is $5,000, and they are currently looking for a vendor to design the housing and someone to do the installation, and the project is being handled by the Historical Society. Can the funds be used for the installation? I thought that was the issue, is that they no, only can be used for design. This was designed. This project this became designed. Okay. can only be used and, for design. And it's a joint project with the Society and the Heritage Trust, because it's going on Heritage Trust land. 
Um, that becomes the issue. If, if It depends where it's cited. If it's cited on the Heritage Trust land, then it can be seen as an improvement on the trust, on the but large. But it's a historical, it's under historical funds, so I don't see it. It's not a joint project. This, this money is not um, being used for any of the, um, the actual work. Correct. Right. I mean, that, that's just, that was a specific question that's that right. we had asked before yep. because it was listed as historical, not historical on open space. And so, right, yeah, but th this was only for the design. Right, this yeah, is only correct. for the design, right. I, I, I will, will, have I will correct future. that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I will correct Let that. me double check on that, though, now that you've made this point. I'll double check on Yeah, it's it. just, we had had, that was a yeah. question that was I asked. I thought we were joint sponsors. It, it came in as a, yeah, because Historical Society didn't present this. Paul Revere presented this. And it was, it was a COVID, oh, and, uh, and we right. specifically asked, because it was a, originally a thirty-five. $50,000 yeah. project, yeah. which was reduced down for the design study. That's right. We specifically asked the question because I know there are issues on historical in terms of whether or not you can use historical funds for certain Aspects purposes. Aspects of preservation, that's right. And, and so it was a historical preservation, yeah. not an open space yeah. improvement. And so, yeah, I think we just You're need correct. to be careful and the, there. And the default was just... We can fund the design study, and that's what this is. Yeah. As I said, I will make that correct. And I'll double check. I've got to go back and look at the actual application. It'll be on the application. Um, let me check who I spoke with about that. I spoke with uh, Kristen on behalf of the Heritage site. Right. Um, okay. So I can speak with her about that. Combined. Um, well, speaking with Kristen as as the as her position as the administrator of the Heritage site, not as the past administrator of the CPA. <laughs> um, for the conservation fund transfer, um, all the funds, 25,000 remains. Um, so while um, the Conservation Commission, it was expressed to me, they would prefer the funds were turned over to the conservation, um, to conservation, and I'm told that in other towns, uh, CPA sometimes does that, where they turn the money over and it immediately goes over. However, uh, town accounting has said that they only want to release the funds once a specific purchase is made. Why? Sorry, Why? town accounting said that? Why? Yes. I don't understand that. I thought we allocated this money to pad their account. We did. I, I, will, I, will, I will put in the caveat that the person who reported to me about this is the person who told me that. I did not hear that directly from town accounting. I don't know. Just put that caveat in. Um, to Regan? Uh, yes. So I spoke with Regan, uh, and she wasn't sure why it couldn't be moved over. Um, Kristen was the one who was so the accounting told her that it could not be moved over until there was a specific purchase. I, I, Don't we want to get it off our books? Yes. Yes. That was the general right? Yeah. Right? I recall that conversation going specifically yep. to pay yes, that Yes, that's exactly right. what it was. Denied the first yep. year, came yes. back the second right. year, and be, they, We asked questions and they have appropriate approvals and restraints to ensure that the funds in that particular account can only be used for purchases of open space. Which Absolutely. Is, which is eligible under CPA. Right, so it right. should sit in their account and off our books. Hmm. How do we do that? And 25 grand for open space is not a lot. No, I know. No, we know that. That's what, what, That's what we get expressed. Sitting there and it's but you have other accounts, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you had it and you combined it, you might be able to buy a field in the fall. Who don't know? I don't know what you're looking at, right? But right. Well, not Allison. much. But could you buy a, like a ten foot wide? <laughs> 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 
I might. But that, otherwise, it's going to sit on these books because yeah, there's it 25 it grand. Is really it doesn't make any no, sense. No, but it, but it could yeah, be put with more money. Right. I mean, like they could make a well, request they, every year. That way. I mean, you know, you have access to it, so yeah. it's it's sort of it is a bookkeeping thing yeah. more than anything yeah. else. Yeah. But we don't want it on our books. If, if, I, if I recall, there have been. Prior, trans, similar transfers in previous years. Is that? No. No, no this is not the first one. This is the first one, but let's make sure that we get it right. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And, but I also think it's uh, something that we have to sit on and improve an extension every year. Yeah, yeah no, like, just it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, and if they come every couple of years and get more money, they'll eventually have enough money to buy something in you know, 50 years. Is the intent to keep it separate because? They're afraid the Conservation Commission is going to spend the money not as it's mm -hmm. intended. Like, we have no idea. But I think we may just need to ask, and we may need to ask, right? Yeah, I'm just going to propose so Allison just try to get to the bottom yeah, of it. Yes, I think we're all in agreement. Find more information. That was money voted on to be dispersed. Because it wasn't right. It wasn't no made for a particular. Was no contingency for a particular property or purchase. Yeah. No, you need so to. So that's a question for the town accounting department. Yes. Yeah. Just making sure that I have conservation tomorrow or Wednesday night, so I don't want to not say something I need to say or vice versa. For the loose school playground replacement, the remaining funds are 45982 The project is estimated to be about 90% complete. Uh, the final touches they're waiting on are things like you know, finishing touches and landscaping. Um, should be finished in spring 2023 before the end of the fiscal year, so by the end of June 2023. Sounds good. Yep. Um, Memorial Hall exterior restoration design um, has no available funds, has 52,837 funds, and there's a great deal of money that's also coming from the town. Uh, the work completion is expected by the end of November this month. Oh, that's awesome. It looks great. Um, Gibson Field restoration, remaining available funds is $14,070. The work is ongoing. Um, the next projects we get into, these are now current fiscal year, so they um, don't, don't require extensions or closings. Uh, well, except for one of them. Um, so the heritage site bathrooms um, has $209,784 remaining. Uh, work began, uh, and then the local condo association requested that the work be stopped. Um, there was a meeting with the, well, there was a few meetings, but the most recent meeting with the Revere site representatives and the town administrator and the representatives of the condos um, came to an agreement there reviewing the town proposal to relocate and or change the orientation of the bathroom facility um, and the installation is still planned to go forward at this time. So this that, spring. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just have a question. That was approved at town meeting to put in there. That's a town park. It's not their backyard. Well, and I don't understand why we would stop the work. It's Kathy. Um, it, I'm missing something. No, no. Uh, I think that um, it's complicated. And with respect to the uh, abutters, the town's working really closely with them, including Mr. Um, Judy. And they're having ongoing talks. I will say a contract has been signed and a building has been ordered. A building is coming. DPW have stubbed in the necessary connections. Where the pad actually sits and how it's aligned with respect to the view, it might change a little. But it, but those it's are, still going to go pretty much where it was. I, that's 
I mean, because that's the goal. So let me ask a question. If it was voted on to go in a specific spot, can it move spots? It didn't, it didn't get voted on for a specific spot, particularly here. Somewhere within the site, for sure. It has to be on the site. But the but trenching and yeah, that's all. And so, big so will it move 20 feet? Will it change its orientation right. east-west? Maybe, so, but this is... The but it won't really hold it up. And will it change the price? No. Like, I guess because the it's trench, up trench, you need to trench it further, okay. you need to change no. electrical no. conduit. No. That's where I worry. Like, is it that's I worry that no, that if it being done by changes EPW. the price, that's no. right. That's no. right. No. Okay. Then they'll come back and it'll end up not, not approved. The, the building's been ordered. It's coming up. It's the, all that's already happened. So there will this will be there. The question is how. And again, I, wouldn't, I don't want to get into it because they're working on it. It's a sensitive subject because you know the residents Check. just figured this out, but many of those residents were at town meeting, right? And sort of well, they stayed just for that one vote, and then they all left. But again, the, the politics of it are separate. It's been ordered. There, this is the goal. They've encumbered the money. I, there will be bathrooms on that site. Maybe. No, no, there will be bathrooms on that site. <laughs> we'll see. Let's keep going. Yeah. All right. So the library reading garden design study, uh, that is the one that I was unable to uh, get in contact with Andrea, and I'm going to try again this week. So it is a waiting update. Um, but again, that's a current one, so it doesn't require extension or anything anyway. Um, for the LaFrance fire engine, the remaining available funds uh, is 168000 um, had a great conversation with uh, it was George and Mr. Duty, the town administrator, and um, the new fire chief, Chief Robbery, and uh, discussion on basically, you know, bids or an RFQ or an RFP are going to go out soon. Um, there is a specific contractor in Pennsylvania who it is suspected maybe the only person who could really do the restoration that is required, uh, but the process has to be gone through. Um, we'll hopefully be starting in the early spring of 2023. That's when the engine will be shipped down there, and that's when the um, Hunnaman hand tub would also go down, and they expect the restoration to last about two years. Did you want to say anything else about it? Jeremy? No, I mean, th this is right now in the process of procurement, so because this is a town-owned piece of property, we're understanding whether or not we need an RFQ or an RFP, but we have to obey procurement and all that, so that's, it just takes time to do the procurement part of this project. I know that the hope was that that was, would be ready for the 300th, is that still, if it says uh, no, 23? No, not 300th, the 300th is Tilden. Relative to Tilden. But, oh, okay. no, but there okay. is an anniversary of the fire department too. And I that's what it that was, one. the anniversary of the fire department, yeah. that's what it was, okay. I, I can't recall the year. Okay. Is the project sponsor changing for this one? It's, it's still the fire chief. The new fire chief? Or yes. Chief? No, it's the former chief. Dude. But, but, but um, Mr. Duty, it's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard, uh, is going to uh, be a partner. And so this sort of, we're all working on it together. Okay. Okay. Great. Do you have any funds raised separately for that, or did you just get the price down? No. Um, no, we didn't get the price down, but um, the chief, the real, the chief now um, has money that he's bringing into the project Good. to make to make up some of the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And if we have to, they'll either be fundraising or we'll we'll cut some of the elements that people thought were too grandiose. But it'll, it'll get done. For the housing trust part-time coordinator, the remaining available funds are forty-two thousand one hundred nineteen and thirty-eight cents. 
Um, the, um, Mr. Kevin Shea was hired in September, and the funding will cover one year of his compensation, as well as the required office equipment and supplies. For Hagen Court Emergency Egress, this was the supplement to the previous fiscal year's project. Again, it is done, all funds have been used, and it can be voted to close. Hanson Elementary School Playground, remaining available funds, 286924 Bids are expected in the spring, with work starting uh, as soon as school lets out, and estimated to be finished by the end of August. They want it done before the new school year begins. <coughs> just inserting a thought thinking out loud that I can talk with Stephen Marshall about, but end of June when school lets out is when there is baseball on those fields nonstop and people using those playgrounds. So They did the Kennedy wall, the basketball the courts while they were in school. Okay. So I think it's take your... It's going to be, yeah, it's gonna take your poison at some point. Two evils, right? Right, right. Exactly. right. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the Galvin Basketball Court Supplement has $54,095 remaining. Bids expected this winter with completion by the end of June 2023. And much skating rink, the remaining available funds is $50,000. RFQ was recently sent out and Tyler hopes the project will be completed by next summer. Yeah, that's good. I think they're very that's excited. a design so project. excited about that. Correct. So that's just design. So that's just design. Mm -hmm. um, we had a meeting. John, I don't think I've updated you on this. Um, we're actually going to take some steps using, it, it's almost that, um, I can get the, that like hot liquid paper that you do for potholes. Uh-huh. Yep, to fill the cracks and hopefully be able to implement programming there over the summer. Um, but they've That'd also be begun to work with um, some local residents who have some contacts with some of the, um, maybe some funding, some foundation um, grant rounds. I think having this study is going to be very helpful because it may even set an outward cost of what it would be in the event that we move it outside of the municipal and, and able to get raise funds in a way where we don't have to pull in municipal, additional municipal funds to do it. Um, if fundraising can be done to do it outside of, it may get done quicker and at a less, less lower of a price point. So having this design study will be helpful for that. And is the design necessarily restricted to that location or if for whatever reason there's something associated with the Galvin. I think. Can the design still be, be the, sort of valid work? Well, I then? think the design's going to tell you what the price points are of certain things, the fencing, this and that. That being said, anytime you move it to a different location, like at Georgia, I know your proposal is like, well, not why not the backside of the ball? It's like, well, now you're running into additional um, conservation issues, perhaps, runoff issues. Right, okay. And so, yes, there are components of it that could be used for a different location but not all of it will be the same because of the location that you're going to put it. One of the things that we keep reminding ourselves on the school committee and the greater group too, when we look at updates that are needed at the Galvin or in the area, it's still five years away. Right. <laughs> the new school we need. The new the school, yeah, exactly. So we can't wait. We can't, right, exactly. If, if it happens. 
right? That's not a foregone conclusion. That's no, well, it's entered feasibility. Right. So, yeah. moving exactly. along. It's yeah, 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 good it progress. Yeah, but it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. It has to happen. How could it not? All right, well, thank you, Allison, uh, for those updates. Um, so it sounds like there's there's three categories here um, that we can you know, put forward motions to vote on, one being extensions, one being uh, project closures, and then um, I noted, too, that we need additional information on, um, those two being the Kennedy Field restroom and the storage and the conservation fund transfer. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to make a motion? Do you start? Would, um, I'd make a motion to close the following projects and have all funds remaining, if any, returned to the appropriate uh, CPA funds or sub funds, recreation housing or open space. And they are from fiscal year 2020, the field improvements for the multiple fields. From fiscal 2021, the Hemingway Alarm Project. From fiscal 2021, the Pequodside Court Restoration Pickleball Court Project. From fiscal 2022, the Hagen Court Emergency Egress Project. And from fiscal year 2023, the Hagen Court Emergency Egress Project Supplemental. Second. Motion made and seconded. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay. Those projects can be closed out. And for each of the projects, do we want to do a one-year extension with the notation that if we have time in December or January that we we cycle back around and do this again? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm so, sorry, so can you repeat what you just said? Sure. So uh, I'm going to make a motion to extend the pro uh, list of projects for one year. Um, but to the extent that the committee has time at our a meeting between now and that one year to go back over them, I'd like to read, like, I don't think we necessarily need to go do it at our December meeting for the ones that we think might end in December, but maybe we'd go back in February and just re, you know, re-review re this. Or certainly at um, the end of the spring, perhaps right after town meeting, so right. that if there are funds coming back, we know that we have those available Bellable. to disperse. Right, right. Yeah. So I just, I'll make a one-year extension, but I just would like as a committee for us to review it earlier. Yeah. So I will make a motion to provide one-year extensions to the following projects. From fiscal 2016, the Canton Corner Cemetery Phase 2 project. From fiscal 2017, the Old English Burying Grounds project. From fiscal year 2018, the following projects. The Tilden and Duval Playground project, the Revere Rolling Mill Copper Roof Project, and the Revere Heritage Site Conservation Restriction Project. From fiscal year 2019, the Ponkapog Playground Project and the Kennedy School Field Restroom and Storage Project. From fiscal year 2020, the Shine Slide at Loose School Project, the Kennedy School Basketball Court Project, and the Revere Heritage Site Interpretive Signage Project. From fiscal 2021, the Tilden House Phase 2 Project, the Galvin Basketball Court Project, the Newton Waterfront, sorry, New House Waterfront Improvement Project. From fiscal year 2022, the Warner Trail Design Study, 
the Affordable Housing Trust transfer, the Hunman Hand Tub, Hunman Hand Tub project, the Hooper Bell study, the Conservation Fund transfer, uh, strike that, the Loose School Playground replacement, the Memorial Hall exterior restoration design, and the Gibson Field restoration project. Just gonna make a friendly amendment. <laughs> May, please make a friendly amendment, yes. <laughs> um, I think you included in that the Kennedy School Field restrooms, and I believe our discussion was that we were gonna ask for some more information. I agree with that. And, okay. Correct. Mm. Okay, uh, motion has been made and, and amended. Seconded as amended. Seconded as amended, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Uh -oh. Too hot? Probably. Okay, but, um, did I hear anyone oppose? <laughs> no? Okay, um, so motion is passed. Those, those projects can be extended with the caveat that we will uh, revisit them to see what can be closed out before um, a year has elapsed. Um, okay, and then we'll also follow up on the Kennedy Field uh, restroom uh, project and the conservation fund transfer for more information to be, hopefully to be discussed at our uh, next meeting. Um, I'm going to defer the budget and financial review um, until our next meeting, Great. because I think that warrants additional time. Um, that brings us to item nine, which is discussion on the use of early pre-applications to gauge potential projects for future grant round. Um, this, is, this is a, um, I guess part of the, typical process that we would do in the summer, but on a less formal basis in my mind, which is essentially, you know, Kristen would uh, do a round of outreach, you know, to all the projects, uh, you know, uh, current and previous project applicants uh, to basically figure out, you know, what's in the pipeline, uh, what are ideas, what's, uh, what are potential projects. And so I think um, the discussion here is to um, essentially you know, in the same spirit, but in a, I guess in a more formal way, um, gather that, that information through the use of pre-applications. Did I summarize that correctly? Mm -hmm. um, George, I know you've been... I'll put a motion on the table for discussion if you'll entertain that motion. Yes, please. So the motion I would make is that um, we move that the Canton Community Preservation Committee open the acceptance of short-form pre-applications to begin on December 12th, 2022 and extend to a date in 2023 as decided by the CCPC for the purpose of qualifying potential projects for future consideration. Said pre-applications will be evaluated individually by the CCPC for conformance to the CPA statute in alignment with the upcoming revisions of the Canton Community Preservation Plan and to be considered as an introduction to the general full application process for the next funding round in the spring 2024 annual town meeting or any other special town meeting that may be scheduled. I have a question. Yeah. Appreciate the motion. Don't mean to interrupt the process, but I was uh, perhaps predictably surprised to read this news in the Canton Citizen that select board CCPC reached compromise on new applications. Uh, so given the amount of discussion we've had regarding not taking applications, um, I'd, I'd like some open discussion on what happened here. 
Can we get a second by the motion then for discussion? Second. Second. Yeah, for discussion. Um, I don't write the newspaper, so I don't know what that headline actually means. There's no agreement until we vote tonight. So I don't, I don't write that story. There's, that's not correct, that we've reached an agreement. We need to vote tonight. If we vote tonight, then that story will be real. Is, was there a meeting with the selectmen? There was not a meeting with the selectmen. Where really? Sean and John asked to appear before the select board, and then that changed? Uh, they were, and they were uninvited. Okay. What were the circumstances for being uninvited? Uh, the chairman of the select board believed that it was in the best interest of the select board to uninvite him and uh, both gentlemen. So, so, so how did this emotion come up? You know, it's clear over the last uh, month, month and a half, that there's been a disagreement as to whether or not we should right. actually have pre-apps, open pre-apps, etc. I think in the interest of moving this forward, um, I believe that this motion is fitting and brought it to you tonight. Sorry, but isn't the foundation for this new understanding the actually the legal opinion that was stated by Mike Lochran that I believe was shared with the chairs and was the basis upon which some of this motion is being made? No. Was the legal opinion that was cited by Mike Lochran shared with the chairs? It was. It was, yes. And do you want to share with us what it said? Um, I can see if I can pull it up here. But the essence was the assertion that um, CCPC had a legal obligation to accept and consider applications each fiscal year. Um, it is not supported by any statute, um, so we deem that assertion to be false. Oh, I'm sorry, who is we? Um, John and me. Yeah. Okay. Is that something the committee should be discussing? That's what we're discussing tonight. But to, to your point, you asked a question as to whether or not that was why this motion is put forward, and the answer is no. Oh, so that's a coincidence. Uh, that's, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean. Unfounded I'm, by the headline in the citizen here that about we, an agreement we, we, we which would support there being is no uninvited. Until this board votes. I just feel like there's something going on. I agree. I know. So, I, I mean, request. I can't even support I this. I'm well, then, to then you should vote against it. I am. Because uh, if you want to move forward, we need to open pre apps. And that's been the goal of this committee ever since June. Hey, can I ask a question of what are we moving f forward from? Where? From people being. From people being upset, being mad, calling people before, like, like, th so this is we're moving forward. I, I, again, I guess I I, sh I share a bit of that frustration of get called to the principal's office, mm -hmm. but then getting sent back home, and yet we're all sort of in this loss of what's going on and why. Um, oh. But like this. I, I'll say uh, that being said, I'll be the first one to say that you know, John, when we when we were going back and forth of what were our thoughts of to ask again because we were the people designated. I said I would like to know. Well, I may not have liked how everything had happened, and I thought timing was an issue of that. I would like to know what projects are currently out there, and I think I, I put that in an email saying like, I because in my mind, it, if we're able to go forward, say in this in the spring or the summer or a special mm -hmm. town meeting. I want to know that. So I don't like the 
what feels like the drama and the newspaper headings and, and the, the, the conversations that I have to have with people over meetings that I've had and things that have been said. I don't like that. I don't feel like that's why we're here. That's right. not good for the general public. That being said, I would support opening this process if for no other reason that I want to know what's out there so that if I can give consideration. But I want to make it very clear that I don't know really what happened. I don't like anything that's happened since it started because it feels feel, like, feel like we've been it. passing the ball and not getting the right information. And if there were things that, like, I, I don't like any of the way it's happened. Okay. But I do think that the notion of collecting pre-apps benefits what I, the information that I want. I'm completely with you. That, that is, you know, the reason why I opened this uh, agenda item with the background that this is an activity that would typically occur over the summer months in order to understand you know, what's on the horizon, what that pipeline looks like of new applications. It just happens that that was a more informal conversation that you know, our former administrator would have. And so I think the intent, if I'm um, understanding this motion correctly, and I think it might be worth going back to, to reread just so that we're all clear on what is being put on the table in this motion. Uh, what is being put on the table is not a change to our position on formal applications. That decision has been made. It is completely legal, you know, despite um, assertions to the contrary. Um, it's supported by um, the CPA coalition. It's supported by you know, the um, CPA text and the legislation. Um, and so we're on firm you know, ground on, on, on that decision. There was no you know, illegal vote that was made. Um, so nothing about that changes. Uh, what we are looking at doing here is um, doing a short form pre-app to essentially, in similar spirit to understanding that pipeline, understand what is um, in the works, what are uh, potential upcoming projects that we may consider next year. I would like to make some comments to add to Stacy's. I find all of this very uncomfortable, very distasteful, and I think that we have an obligation to move on. However, in the same spirit of providing guidance for the future committees, if there's a legal opinion that was shared that says that we need to take applications first, I think that the chairs owe it to the rest of the committee members to share that with the rest of the committee. For no other reason than to understand what the obligations of this committee are in terms of assessing the needs of the town. It appears that we have two opinions. One that you shared, Sean, in your statements over the last meeting or two that said that this committee essentially didn't need to fund projects. And another opinion that came up at the select board meeting that said there was a legal opinion that this committee needs to assess the needs of the town. And if there's a legal opinion that says that this committee needs to assess the needs of the town each year, I think that is worthy of discussion, given that town council provided that opinion, independent of what you and, and John might think of it. I think that well, is... There's a word missing in what you just said. You said that we need to fund projects. That's, that is true. Do we need to fund them annually is, is, is the word that's missing Wait from minute, that. I don't think that's any of what you I said. You didn't say annually. I, I, 
You First of all, if there is a legal opinion, can you share it with the rest Look, of the committee? That is my request. I have no different than the email from only the Kathy Butters. Will you share that legal opinion so we can all be as well informed of this issue as we are? But that's not the issue that's on the table. But my question is to Mr. Chu or you're to Mr. speaking McSwain. outside the motion. Right. That's outside the motion. See, the the just, motion that we're putting on see, the table. I notice how quickly you made a motion. After, this was what makes it so uncomfortable. You're trying to suppress discussion. No. By no, saying no, it's no. outside I'm of trying to get us discussion. on track. Oh. And if you want to be on track, let's get some pre-applications and let's understand what the needs are and let's start vetting those against the, the preservation plan, which we're about to undertake over the next few months. If you want to keep going back and rehashing the legal obligation that we've already missed, in, if, if you're going to take the opinion of the town council who gave no legal basis, who just said, I believe... Well, but, yeah, but we don't we've know never because we didn't hear it. So I think, I think that's, that's where he's going. Is if we there is this legal, yes. if there is this legal opinion, which may or may not be a legal opinion, two opinions. Right, right. So we have two. We've seen two one. opinions. We've yeah. seen one, both from town council. Right, but, but we've only seen one, and I think that's where it gets problematic. Is if there is something, and maybe it doesn't look like a legal opinion, maybe it doesn't sound like opinion. Right. It's still something that came from town council that was referenced by a selectman, and if it changes our ability to do something, or if it's something that we need to discuss, I do believe, like John, that it is something that we as a committee need to understand and should make a decision, a discussion on, at a minimum. That, that being said, like, I, so I, I do agree with you there, that if there is a decision, if there is a legal opinion, we can, and if we have two contradictory legal opinions from town council, that tells us something as well, and maybe we need some more clarification in certain things. I don't want to go back and rehash. We can't. We are in November. That being said, if there is an opinion that is out there, that, or, or a purported opinion, or something that is alleged to be an opinion, I do think it needs to be shared so that the entire committee can have a conversation over it. I agree. I, like, Does that require a motion to share a legal opinion? We have a motion on the floor. Thank you. Does no, the no, sharing of no, the legal that's opinion... That's not the motion we're talking about. We, George's motion is the motion we're talking about. You could take up this motion, which has been made and seconded, and dispense with it by voting against it if you want, the point that I'm making is this motion is designed to put us back on track so that we can start putting ourselves in a position to assess what's out there for applications. You saw one came in rather haphazard at the last meeting that was well-intentioned, but that would have been dispensed with in this process because it wasn't eligible. We need to understand what's out there for eligible projects over the next several months. Let's get that motion done and then take up this issue relative to the, to the legality of that last meeting. They're not connected. I am sure But they are connected. The this is the thing. Oh, no one ever talked about making a motion or anything about taking pre applications. That's on the agenda. Yeah, but it's new on the agenda since this whole thing with the select board. I no, feel no, like no. we're being manipulated. I just. Sorry. Why, if you have had conversations with powers that be, why is it not, and I understand this motion on the table, why are we not sharing that with the rest of the committee? That's where I'm getting a little confused. You have information. 
Why are you not just sharing that information? Here's what I heard, whether it's two contradictory opinions or not. What, and I understand there's a motion on the table, and that's what we're trying to mm -hmm. yep. discuss. And I agree with you, George, on that motion is yeah, to yeah. start with a pre -app. But clearly, there's information out there that like, these, pe these people, yeah. us, There's two topics, um, you know, occurring simultaneously. One around the, you know, the, the, the legal question, right? Understandably so, because there's been a lot of confusion. There's been differing, you know, opinions. Um, in fact, differing opinions coming from our own town council. Uh, the reluctance for us to share um, is because one of those opinions, in fact, is at odds with the CPA coalition. Uh, opinion. It is at odds with the DOR attorney, um, which we had legal consultation with. It is at odds um, with the text of the legislation. In fact, there is not a single word of support for that opinion, which is why we're reluctant. It's just, it's, it's but looking back. that's not your choice to make, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, it's not at odds with a motion that was passed two meetings ago to go to town council and abide by the opinion of town council as regards the conduct of this committee. So it's perfectly consistent with what this committee voted on to do. You've just chosen not to share it. And I believe in transparency over non-disclosure, open meeting laws where these things are discussed. So I'm asking for that opinion so this committee can have the proper guidance and discussion I'm, yeah, on how to conduct its activities so in the let future. Me, let me close this thought, right, which is this on this particular topic, um, if folks would like to make a motion and, you know, uh, for sharing that, I don't see any issue with sharing that opinion. So, you know, we're not trying to um, hide anything here. Why do we need to make a motion for it? No, right. they, they can just we didn't have to make a motion for share. Kathy sure. Butters' email. Okay, we can. Okay, in that case, we can just share. And I would. We're not. We're not deliberately trying to hide anything here. It's that because it was so at odds and all this confusion. Well, well pardon me, Sean, but we had a meeting. Let's just go over the sequence of events. Okay, there was a. There, pardon me. There was a. Excuse me. So that should address. There was a meeting. There was an opinion at the select board meeting the next night. Two days later, you and Mr. McSweeney submitted a separate question to town council. You made a statement at the following meeting about the legality of this without any discussion of what was stated at the select board meeting about the illegality, potentially, of it. Tonight, there's no discussion. We go straight to a motion. And now, we're simply asking for the information we need to figure out if what this committee voted on in terms of following the, the town council's guidance to assess the needs of the town is what's behind this directive because it all seems very coincidental that this was published in the newspaper, you were invited, not invited, and now we're taking pre-applications. This motion has nothing to do. What a remarkable coincidence. Well, you know what? It, it is a coincidence. Okay. It is not connected to the town council's um, statements. I either one of them. Everybody but believes it's actually, that, George. It's actually tied to the second but, opinion of town council, which says what the roles are under the statute. This is directly connected to the statute and the work we should be doing. So that's why I'm putting it forward. Do you want to move beyond this, or do you, you want know, to see how argument of most people that are in the wrong? Let's just move forward no, no, because it's the most convenient argument. Do you want argument. to move forward? 
I would like to know what that opinion says and whether this sure. committee You'll acted get that. permissibly. You'll get that. Thank you. The next question so is. So we'll get to disclosure. That's is, wonderful. Do you want to move this committee forward or do you want to keep rehashing the last six months? I would like to do so in a manner that doesn't suppress discussion, that doesn't You're move to a meeting. There's no suppression. There's no suppression. Pre ops or you don't. Do you Come on, do you John. Pre ops. Hey, the, the problem Listen, here is. Okay. I understand that. This isn't a good look for the chair, okay? It is not, not a good look for, for you. How so? It's right. not a good look for you. How so? Sir, hey, John, please, so tell let's, me. Let's, let's take the temperature down for a moment. Right. Let's work on the motion at hand. The motion right. Let's work on what you want to work on, right? That's what I'm supposed to do. The motion is supposed to deal with the motion. Right. It's on the floor. Can I just hop in here, guys? Because I feel like it's really getting ratcheted up. I feel like this is. Again, I'm gonna read where everything's coming from and because and, it says, where is it coming from? Like, it seems like there are a lot of people in play here and a lot of people have said things, done things, may have made statements, may have, you know, that may not always be exactly what it is. And this is, my take on all of this is, this is a way for all of us to move forward with no one without any more of this or this or was that actually right or is that a good opinion or why didn't we get this or what about this. My take on this, my take on an article that comes before our meeting where this even gets raised on us okay. is that this is a way to make everyone feel like we're moving forward and the optics are looking good. Precisely. I, I, I'm not no, saying no, that that's no, what it is. That is what my that is my gut feeling of reading the room of no one wants to look that this is gonna look bad. That we're all gonna find a way to move forward and and pretend like nothing happened look, and move the, forward. The, I'm not saying that's what people want to do or not want to do. That's what my gut is telling me right now. And so, I, and, and it doesn't end the conversation. Stacey, that's just telling me my I'm, gut. I, I wrote this and I'll, and I'll tell you this. It came out of that meeting with the select board where none of us looked good. The board of select, the select board was unhappy with us. I was unhappy with them. You were unhappy with me. There's all this bad, and if we can't move forward with pre-apps, which is getting the work back online, that's the goal, 100% the goal behind this. There's no other mysterious stuff working in the back, but the select board feels as though we should be doing something, and they made it crystal clear to us that night. And I said, I'll keep an open mind. Lisa said, I'll keep an open mind. And you heard that. This is the product of the open mind. And I'm going to just lead this through. And if you don't want it, don't vote for it. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Is that how this works? Yes, that's yes. exactly how it works. It's an this is not a, a, a whiteboard session where we try to rehash the last six months. Let's move beyond the last uh, six months. You want to keep playing the last six months. You want to keep reading uh, legal basis and, and who's wrong and who's right just for vindication. Like I don't want to do that. I would like to disclosure. And open you're going to get it. Discussion. You heard you're going to get it. I'll share it. The problem is that it's not going to help you. It's not, it's not going to help and move us forward. It's going to. It's, it's 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 an opinion that again is at odds with so many prevailing. You know. Well, um, here's some things. If I'm going to get this, then and we think it's going to be at odds. Why can we not find out who requested it, when it was requested, and how long it took to prepare? 
Right, because if this is something that... The first opinion? Yes. Yeah, it like, was requested by the select board and took approximately three hours to prepare. Okay. Well, so, so how do I know that? You want transparency? I asked the question. So that's not connected in any way, shape, or form with the current motion that's on the table. This motion, by the way, is not necessary. We can, we can move forward and we'd be perfectly legal you know, on, on perfectly legal grounds. Like Despite there's, there's the no, legal opinion well, saying that the application no, may not. I mean, it's okay. not yeah. it doesn't mean it just gives us a sense of what's coming. You need to file for the application. Exactly. There is nothing. There is nothing in the legislative text. Not even a single mention of the word applications. The the stipulation. What 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 this committee must do every year study the needs of the community and so we do that how we choose to do we that do, is our own yeah we do that by cert by doing the survey or doing the community outreach the public forum the mm -hmm. um, we don't study the needs of the community by taking applications so it's not necessary and that was my intent here is that it's not necessary for us to take applications every year okay um so that that's that's it, right? It's not required because it's like, you know, if this was a, if this was a company, right, and you're looking to hire somebody, and you know, what's, what do you do? You accept applications, right? But you don't do that. Typically, you don't do that before you know what's the budget. And I've said in previous meetings, we got to prioritize the budget. We got to prioritize the community preservation plan because that's what guides us. Which in, is our survey of needs. That's our survey of needs. So it's like. We want to accept applications for hire. Let's say we were hiring somebody to use an analogy, right? Without knowing how much you can spend on salary, without knowing what skill set you want to prioritize. So it is perfectly rational to pause applications, accepting applications, until you figure out how much do you have to spend, what skill set, or in this case, what um, types of projects does the community prioritize. And that's, that's enshrined in the CPA legislative text. So um, our intent is, is to you know, follow the legislation. It is not to you know, dwell on, um, on, on, on these de deviations from that text, um, these distractions about you know, a fictitious need to accept applications. So let, let's, get, let's get that straight, that, you know, that is not required. What we're looking at here is um, assessing what the pipeline of potential projects look like, you know, looks like. Um, you know, our focus, our priority remains the budget and it remains the uh, community preservation plan and, and incorporating the feedback that we got. Once we know the budget and what the priorities are, you know, then we can uh, be positioned to accept formal applications. Let me ask, with the pre-apps, um, how much weight will they hold going forward? It's just like any other pre-app. Okay, so there'll be. There are some. I would propose a modification of those pre-apps sure. in that you get sign off at the pre-app stage of the property owner, which would have given us guidance when we saw the proposal for St. Gerard's, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, the board selectman would have had to allow for that application since it affected the board of select. The select board, I keep calling them. Okay. It's hard. <laughs> I know. Um, 
so I do think we need just uh, you know to tighten that little piece up. But the pre-apps have served us so well for ten years; it's just giving us a uh, a sense of what's out there. But it so also gives us—I mean, even if we don't tight, tighten that up, it gives us plenty of time right. to liaise with them to say, you gotta "Hey, go you've got this. a pre-app. Yeah. You've got a yeah. whole bunch of time now. You need to talk to the people who own that property right. and make right. sure they're okay with it." So yeah. If it takes the full year, we have the, the stronger applications. Yeah, yeah. Going for next season, yeah. they're all tight so up and ready to go. Yeah, well, it's more than that, and it's 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 a bigger runway yeah. for our administrator and for us mm -hmm. to start working well, and, with these individuals. And I think my thought was like, I want to know what's out there now, right? I can't tell you what's going to happen or what we're going to see in the fall, but it may impact my own preferences as to if there was a big project here that maybe we didn't weren't able to get to maybe that would have some influence on me um so i like the idea of just knowing what's out there and that's real as opposed to the notions of yeah we'd like to do this mm -hmm. and we'd like to do that so this is yeah purely for you know our understanding of again what the pipeline you know looks like um, we are not this motion is not for us to consider these projects or assess right. them against each other and I think I just want to make sure that for the applicants that they understand that it's time well invested mm -hmm. in the process. That it's, yeah, it's also a much shorter time investment as opposed to going right to a full app right. um, or sort of sort of jumping that through. It doesn't also put them in any order because it's a very long runway. So mm -hmm. theoretically, we could let this runway go and then move right to the application process. Yeah. I, it's I, the I, only year we'll have to do it. I have a few questions. First of all, I want John and Sean to understand it's not my intention to make anybody look bad. I don't show up these meetings, okay? It's my intention, sitting in this seat that I was appointed to, to try to assess the needs of the town. And I'm sorry, but when it wasn't added to an agenda item three meetings ago, I took that kind of difficult. And so when I don't see full disclosure, I react, okay? So I look forward to reading the opinion without any personal animus towards anybody other than trying to do the job that I was appointed to do, which I read to assess the needs of the town. So I am thrilled that we are taking free apps, but I have a question. Did you just say they won't be considered, right? They won't be considered no. for funding no. in the next fiscal year. I understand that. Right. But we will have agenda items to discuss the pre-apps that are coming in, correct? Yeah. That is the Generally, that's all done on the administrative side. We've, we've, well, normally what we've done is they get reviewed by the administrator for CPA statutory purposes. Do they comply? Is there some portion of it that doesn't comply with CPA and we can't fund? And then we generally assign liaisons right. to work yeah. with it. Right. We generally don't vet the project other than here are a series of questions that we may want to have answered for the final application process, um, as opposed to when we really vet the projects afterwards. So that's how we've normally done pre-apps in the past. It doesn't change. And I, I would hope that wouldn't change, because if we had questions about a particular project now, I would love to give that person, again, the lead time of you need to go, for example, the, the pickleball. Exactly. He wants to do that in St. Gerard's. That property is currently owned by the town, so you can't just go there unless you get the select board. So mm -hmm. now you've got multiple meetings to get in front of them and talk to them as opposed to filing it in October and having to have a final application. Stacey, I agree 100%. Is that within the motion to assign liaisons? Well, and you know, no, that's just the process. We will do that. We, we have to do that. That's the only way we can go through these. People will be assigned. But that doesn't have to be in the motion, per se. That's but just I, I, I think. 
George, if you could read it again. Read it again. Because the language is very moved that the Kansas Community Preservation Committee open the acceptance of short form pre applications to begin on December 12th, 2022, and extend to a date in 2023 as decided by the CCPC for the purpose of qualifying potential projects for further consideration. All right? That's important. For the purpose of qualifying potential projects for future consideration. Future consideration. I'm sorry, I said for future consideration. Yeah. Said, um, sorry, George, could you start again? Just, I want to make sure. Okay, I'm rereading the motion. Okay. Okay. The Canton Community Preservation Committee opened the acceptance of short form pre applications to begin on December 12th, 2022 and extend to a date in 2023, as decided by the CCPC, for the purpose of qualifying potential projects for future consideration. Next part. Said can, pre can, I, can yeah. I ask a question about that yeah, part? Yeah, for sure. And I don't mean to interrupt. No, please. When you say it's for the purpose of qualifying, yep. can you elaborate, can somebody Does elaborate it on that? The statute. Statute. Does it statutory Is it within the four corners? Is it, is it indoor recreation? Sorry, your application goes away. It, is it a private, private entity that is coming in for municipal funds? Then there are certain hurdles that they would need to show public usage, those um, types of understood. things. Understood. And does Allison have the support that she needs to go through this qualification she will. process? We're gonna, you she will, have, because that's the liaisons and the discussions well, will come up. Right, and I think that's part of our continuing part to educate her and her continuing reviewing, educating, working with the coalition, asking questions. Thank so, you. So far, what has been read is, in my mind, um, explicitly stating what we've always been doing. <laughs> Just, you know, every summer, Kristen would have exactly. these conversations to assess and qualify, you know, each project. The, the end, every year, we would set a date for that. And now we're setting a date, December 12th. We're okay. making, we're, we're extending the process for a significant period of time, doesn't have an end date as of yet, as opposed to what we've done in the past, which it generally opens sometime in September and ends in, in October. And to be clear, December 12th is the opening date for accepting the pre-app with no closing date. No, yeah, but, but at some point we will have to meet to close and then move them to the full app with plenty of notice. But we don't know how long that runway is, but we can do that in the spring or summer. But George, your, your wording is, is clear also on, you know, for this specific purpose, um, for future consideration. That's correct. Here's the second part of the motion. Said pre-applications will be evaluated individually by the CCPC for conformance to the CPA statute and alignment with the upcoming revision of the Canton Community Preservation Plan and to be considered as introductions to the general full application process for the next funding round at spring 2024 annual town meeting or any special town meeting as may be scheduled. So I contemplated if something came up sooner and we were ready sooner, mm -hmm. we could get the money out sooner. Again, in deference to, to everything you've ever said, John, is our goal is to push this out. So if there's a sooner opportunity, we push it out sooner. It doesn't tie us all the way up to the spring 2024. And there's a qualifier in there yep. around the survey that was done, is that correct? correct? And that's in, and again, uh, that was in direct 
response to your our discussions last year relative to the importance of evaluating projects to the plan. Well, I'd like to discuss that. While I That's believe, what it's for. while I believe that the surveys that were done are relevant and important. Not the surveys. The plan. That the surveys will only be a piece of the plan. We're going to build the rest of the plan around well, that is, a lot of other. That is work. my question. Yeah. Is it doesn't with, say surveys. With that qualifier. Yeah. Then what is being assumed? Yeah. Is that the survey will go be incorporated into the plan, which therefore assumes that the updated plan needs to be completed right. before any of these applications are considered. Full applications are This is on our task for the rest of the winter and early spring to finish that task prior to getting those full applications. Nothing precludes them from putting in applications. We're telling them ahead of time what they're going to be judged against way in advance of them actually doing the application. So they have to fit within the four square of the statute anyway, so nothing changes there. And the statute actually references the plan as well. So this doesn't do anything other than put this before us and get us started. But does require us to move in the direction of getting the plan done sooner rather than later because we don't want to be in a position where there is a special town meeting and we cannot execute against a special town meeting because we don't have a plan to measure against. I, I do want to point out, because it was brought up at the last meeting, that the, the plan had not been updated for many years. But yet, mm -hmm. but, but yet we continued to deploy funds against the version that we had. So the plan was voted on each year. Right. It didn't necessarily change, and there's no obligation to... It, or it hadn't changed significantly. There's no obligation to change the plan every year. There is an obligation to review the plan and vote a plan in place. And we chose to reboot the entire plan through a public process, which we all supported, that included the survey. So we voted on the plan as it was to continue in place while we moved through that process. I get it. Yeah. yeah. But we have, the question is, as I listen to this very long motion with lots of parts to it, there's a qualifier that this plan needs to be updated mm -hmm. before any other projects would be fully considered, okay? Yeah. And I'm just pointing out yeah, I think that they had not been considered against an updated so plan for the last few point. years. Do we need to have revised plan or would it be the plan that's in place at a particular point in time? This is us to do the work. This I, stops I, I, the process. I, 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 would, I, would, I would beg to make the point that while I appreciate that the plan wants to be done, I'm on my third season and the same draft of a plan has been emailed from Kristen without any advancement. Is that the way you any kind of decisions on no, the next round? This, this plan well, let, me, let, me, let me finish. Yeah. Please don't put words in my mouth. No, I'm asking a question. Is that but the way I'm you not, want us to proceed? But I'm sorry, you cut me off as you're sure. accustomed to doing. I'm very good at that. You're excellent <laughs> at it, and it comes off as smug and conceited as everybody has acknowledged. So please let me finish. My observation. Really well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no, we're just mirrors looking at each other. We're just mirroring each other's smugness. 
So here's the question. You may be correct on that. So, so, okay. so I want to see the point. Pardon, John. I'm going to so, let me, I'm let me stop let me, it because but Sean, question. please. I'm, I didn't I, get I, to finish my sentence, so please. John, I think you've had enough you know, time. No, you, I, I understand your question. And the, do you? The, the question that you're asking is, does the plan have to? The, does the revised plan have to be done? The answer is yes. It has to be done because we're not, as a committee, we're not going to sit on all the feedback that we collected and just ignore it. I don't propose we ignore it. I propose that there's some discussion on how it gets completed. But you can discuss that once we start getting pre-apps and, and, and working on the plan. You've got now six, seven months to do that. I am, That's the I am making an observation that in my third year on this board, the plan has not substantially changed. So there are challenges updating that plan. If those challenges persist, there's updating, there's challenges updating the plan in the absence of any new information. If those challenges persist, incorporating all the new information based on this motion, there could be very long delays in considering these no. applications. And I'm just going through with there's the There's no loopholes here. This is not a loophole motion. This is a motion just to get us going here. We've got to finish this plan. That's the work at hand. We said if we we're going to take a year off, this is what we're going to How do, is it going and this to is get, why is we're going to do it. How are we going to get it done? How are we going to do the plan? It's beyond the scope of the motion. We're going to have that. We have to do this plan. We did all the work. The, the purpose of this the plan. This is not a loophole. The purpose of the plan. I didn't say it was a loophole. John. I'm asking how it's going to get done. It hasn't been done in three years. Let's come up with the project will, plan over the will, next two and months. It must be done because the feedback um, essentially is what guides our committee on the particular prioritization of you know. Then the I would projects. propose that be added to the agenda for the next meeting on how we the plan is going to be done. To, pre we, we intend to spend considerable time looking at the plan at the raw data that was collected and well, we come up with an approach. Come up with an approach well, we on how to update the plan. I'm gonna move yeah. the motion. Yes. I'll second. Okay. Motion moved and second. As read by George. All in favor? Aye. Aye. I'll abstain because I didn't get my questions answered, but that's fine. I'm thrilled we're taking applications. The rest will sort out in the future, I guess. To be clear we're I think the motion was to take pre a pre-application, pre not, not application. I'm thrilled we're assessing the needs of the town through the pre-application Yes, process. yes. Thank you very yeah. much. And we can do the whole big plan. Can, can, can I just yeah, make yeah, a yeah, stop? I refer um, that to next month. Oh, you did. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. I, I apologize, but I, I just feel compelled to say, as everyone knows, I am on this committee. I'm also on the select board. And I just want to be clear, I had no part whatsoever in creating this motion. I never participated in any meeting at the select board. There was no, notwithstanding whatever it says in the paper, there was no meeting um, or um, whatever that headline says. No agreement to which I participated or voted. <laughs> the report is out there, and that's what. So, I assume anything we, impugned. It doesn't I'm going to ask neither, neither, neither John or myself have any input into you know that article um, that was published. And it just makes you feel like you're back it, uh, corner. I understand. The motion here, what I do know and what I, I can know. say is that the motion here is in the spirit of you know moving things forward. It doesn't change our decision to, on the on the pause of applications. You know, this is simply to understand what's in the pipeline. It doesn't guide us because the purpose of applications is not to tell us what to prioritize. It's the purpose of the 
um, the survey and the community preservation plan, which is why that's so important. So as I've said in the past, and I will you know, reiterate again, the priority for this committee um, over the coming you know, weeks and months is to um, get the budget information squared away, get the community preservation plan updated to incorporate all the tremendous feedback that we've gotten. Um, and just like you know, a hiring manager going out to interview and hire people for a new position, you need to know how much you can spend, what's your salary cap, that's our budget. You need to know what skills you're looking for on the market, what to prioritize for that candidate, for a given candidate. That's what our preser preservation plan tells us. You know, and so once we have those two um, items checked off, then we'll be positioned to really consider and assess, um, knowing what the needs of the community are, community are uh, to assess these applications. Having these pre-apps certainly will be helpful, but we're not guided by pre-apps. We are guided by the feedback of the community through the preservation plan. So that's what I'll say about that. I think this does move us forward. It opens a door for us to understand what the pipeline looks like um, so that there's no surprises. And um, I think it positions us well to prepare you know, for once those two items are completed and we're um, you know, ready, we understand what um, what to measure against, what the priorities are, and what our budget is, you know, then we can sit down and fully consider the formal applications um, in due course. On that point, George, I read that the $20 million was approved but hasn't been signed yet. Is that correct? Do you yeah, have any update on that? Yeah, the governor will sign it. He has to sign the, the whole budget. Do we have a sense of what the percentage match will be based on that $20 million, or is it not clear at this point? Last I saw, they, they were saying they think it's something similar to last year. Now, we, we, this committee in town meeting, underestimated a number. We went at a much lower number. The documents you'll see that we'll put up there that town has planned for in Munis, they have us budgeted at a much higher number. So um, we need to work through that to figure it out, but it looks like we're going to have, you know, money, good chunk of a good chunk of, because remember, that's this, that's the money we're getting this year for fiscal 23. We're going to have to create a go forward budget, right? Of what do we think fiscal 24 is going to be, but we should have mo significantly more, a couple hundred thousand dollars, yep. I would say, more than what we estimated. So we'll have, and then the following, year. and then the following year as well. So we've got, you know, does it? Can you look back historically and see a percentage increase and kind of get a rough idea? You can on the taxes. The problem with the state, I'm not going. We're not going to call it a match. I mean, the state funding portion has ranged back, you know, to like, I think the lowest was like 13 percent or 18 percent, but it's gone up to 40 percent. So we have to guess. It'll be in the 30s. What, well, for this year it will be. Yeah, so the question is when we are looking like thinking ahead to next year. Or 24. Because so much of it is funded by state access, which yeah. they had access this year, but also the registry of deed fees, which we know are dropping off considerably. Can they afford to do 15, 20? Like what percentage are they going to be able to do in the so next we can plan year? Yes. Yeah, but keep in mind, this isn't the first time the governor has. Um, either put in his own budget or the House and Senate in conference have put money in the fund. This has happened before. Like maybe this is probably the third time. Okay. Um, 
It's just trying to assess what will it happen and when and... There's a big appetite on Beacon Hill to put money in this fund because of the amount of cities and towns that have it and the appetite for CPA at that level. Like it's just, it's just something we always have to next meeting. Next meeting. Yes, um, oh, sorry, I just yeah. I had a thing for number ten. Oh, oh not reasonably sorry. anticipated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry. Um, is that okay to? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I think we covered everything, right? We will defer the financial discussion until next month. Yep. But you do have something um, new? Yeah. Um, I would like permission to. Um, work with the town administrator and IT to create a social media account for the CCPC. It was listed in the job description. It's not something that has been had, but especially if we're going to take pre-applications, I think that should be communicated um, directly to the public through social media. That's awesome. Yeah, Allison, I think it's a great idea. And that's my other question is, at the last meeting, we were talking about how it's going to be communicated that we're not taking applications. Did those communications go out, or yes. is there going to also be communications that we're taking pre-applications? There was a press release in the paper, and it's been on the website for since uh, a few weeks ago. So how are the acceptance of pre-applications based on this motion going to be communicated? We're going to have to do the same, same thing. thing. And I would, I would expect that we're going to have a... Um, I would expect that if they've done that story, we need them to actually do a follow-up story to say that we've agreed. Uh, agreed on taking pre-applications. Yes. Yeah, I would think so. I would hope that we get like a front page story like that. So who talks to the citizen about doing that? I mean, I can reach out to Jay again. Um, is that, did Jay write it or who Mike? Who wrote that article? Who wrote Mike, Mike Berger. Mike Berger. So reach out to Jay probably first and then go through yeah. Mike. And messaging will be I think we're going here. It really should be the chairs. Okay. Honestly, I yeah. I make sure that there's a chat number email at this point. Yeah. But from a messaging perspective, because it's going to confuse the public. First, we're not taking applications. Now we are taking applications. The public that does this. It's not the same. Notifications go out. That we weren't taking. Well, it was in pre app, pre app, pre app. We we had um, so we were on the website. So has that been on for a while? And it was it's in been the paper on for a few now. weeks, few weeks, three or four weeks ago. Um, excuse me, it's the same process that Kristen was following. Uh, I think it's not on the onboarding process for Allison. In fairness to her, because when the onboarding plan was written, it was in contemplation of not taking applications. So, what I would suggest, as we've been here for two hours and forty minutes, is we add. To the next meeting agenda, some discussion to help Allison get through the onboarding and add the taking of pre-applications. And so long as I think that happens before December 12th, we should be in good shape there. Yeah, but, but honestly, she's just got to. We got to work to to make sure the form is to form, and we make it available on the website. Get the press out, but we're not reviewing anything. We can, they can come in. They won't come in in December. They won't come in January. Yeah, why, why is December 12th the date that you have decided on? Just uh, it was after our next meeting, and we could take a look at that. Okay. Um, when is that next meeting? That's yeah, what we're going to discuss on, next. Time, so, uh, so we're hoping it's after our next meeting. December 5th, that's what I post. Yeah, yeah, by the time you get into the holidays, we're going to be meeting that late for right. once. So I figured it was like, does, Okay, does December, December 5th, 5th it is. Yeah. December 5th works for me, yeah. yeah. So no motion has to be made about the social media thing? I think we're all... Uh, supportive of that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the answer is yes. Okay. Motion to adjourn. 
Well, I'll second that. Uh, did we confirm? Motion made. All in favor? Aye. Thank you, everybody. Way more fun than culture.